welcome back to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast. Hello, folks. This is episode six of WWP. <laughs> I'm oh. your co-host, okay. Fred Robinson. That's not my real accent. No, God, it was so bad. <laughs> uh, I am your other co-host, Craig Dixon, and we are back, ready to discuss Monday Night Raw from May 9th. 2016, Ooh. and let's start off right off the bat with, uh... Your burp you just had before the, the show. Oh, yeah, it was wretched. That was fucking wretched, my God. It was Buffalo Wild Wings. It was delicious. I know. It was so good, right? Yeah. But this, sponsor, this, is fun. this podcast is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. They did not ask for this, but we're going to sponsor it anyway. Yeah. Or they're going to sponsor us. So, we start off Monday Night Raw, mm. and I'm going to... I'm going to throw... Start it. Well, before I even start, I'm just mm. going to say... I was not a fan of this Raw, and mm. we will get into why, but Fred, I, I believe you disagreed, and you thought it was a decent to good Raw, if I remember correctly, when we were talking about it on Monday. I thought it was decent, decent. but like, decent. but um, on, on, I, I, if you couldn't tell already, I'm a little more optimistic about wrestling than Craig is. Yeah. Um, I tend to like a lot more things and appreciate more things, and... Craig uh, notices more wretchedness. I'm very things. cynical about wrestling yeah, these days. Yeah, so, so but, but we have a lot in common with how we feel, but there are a lot of things that we uh, don't agree with, which makes it interesting. Um, so I'm going to start off, and I think we should just go through the whole feud, because this was pretty much the predominant story on Raw, was yes. the Chris Jericho and uh, Dean Ambrose and Big Cass. And um, don't forget Mitch, of course. Don't forget Mitch, Craig. I mean, he's, he plays an important goddamn role. What about Jack? Jack now is a new member of this feud, and it's very convoluted. It's too many members. They killed off Mitch, and now they killed off Jack. So, God damn. it's it's yeah. This, all right. So it started off pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Jericho started the show with the uh, highlight reel, yeah. and um, you know he kind of like threw up a couple of RIPs on the board, some tw- <laughs> some Twitter, some uh, tweets. God, I sound like a I sound like an eighty year old. What's a tweeterer? What's a twatterer? Um, a couple tweets of people and people like you know saying like, oh, you killed Mitch. RIP. Plant killer. You know, 20, 2016 to twenty sixteen. Yeah, look at that. They have like one of those like in memory of like where they yeah. for China. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah like okay it was funny but like I like how Jericho said like oh wasn't that funny guys wasn't that funny and then he's just like no you're all stupid you're, you're a bunch of idiots a bunch of idiots yes and um, safe to say they are idiots because it, this whole thing is not funny it's not at all rem- uh, it's a little entertaining it's not really entertaining right and um, Jericho but- says something. Um, something about, like, the new era. You don't need a new era when you've got Chris Jericho around. So The know, new I, era? Yeah, it was a, it was a real wow. stretch to get this uh, feud, like, a like I guess a mini feud with Big Cass to start. So Big Cass comes out now because he's part of the new era, if you will. The so, new era. Yeah, I love Big Cass, by the way. Oh, my God, he's great. Chris Jericho, I'm going to take you out right here tonight. I don't know, that's my that's my good case. That's not bad. I mean, eh, you know, uh-huh. we're we're only a couple hundred months. Well, a couple like <laughs> we got we got a couple haters. What, what? We got a, <laughs> got a couple haters. Um. So I I, I thought the the beginning this opening segment was actually quite good. I like the the rub that they're giving Big Cass with this. Yeah, He's, yeah, uh, that's the most important part. Um. You know, we we've discussed this in the past. Uh, Big Cass is definitely one of definitely gonna be one of Vince's like favorite guys going forward because oh, yeah. you know he loves the big guys and this guy's seven feet tall and you, you can't, can't 
teach that. So, I mean, it was a great way to get, like, cast in this. But, like, I, I'm a little concerned because, you know, they obviously called them up to be part of this tag team revolution that they're doing now. Yes. And Enzo gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And they, I guess they wanted to keep uh, Cass on TV to keep it, keep it fresh in people's minds that they're, you know, that there's like all these new guys in the company, which is know. good. Which, which is, is good. good. Usually they don't. Usually but they... I'm just worried, like, where are they gonna go with Cass? Because Jericho's feuding with Ambrose. Like that's what this whole feud was yeah. about. Um, yeah. And you know, like, so he, he's just having like this mini, I guess, raw feud with him now. So I, I don't know. Does Jericho team up with somebody and face him in like a tag match? Next week, I you know I don't know the go home show going into extreme rules. Who would he tag against? Like, yeah, I don't know. Who would he tag with? I mean, I don't I mean, know. I don't know. He doesn't really have any friends or anything like that, and I don't. And it's not like Enzo's coming back anytime soon, right? I don't know. Maybe so. Bubba Ray Dudley gets involved in it again because he's the more agile of the two Dudley boys because they had that feud going. <laughs> I think the like big cast and Bubba Ray Dudley. I'm like, you know, he's like fat, right? <laughs> no, I meant between. Uh, I meant between him and Devon. Devon's ancient. <laughs> I. I t- and I noticed it. Look, a big, big cast is like huge, obviously. Like he had that backstage segment with Renee Young, and I told you this before the show. Yeah. But like her eye level is right by his dick, so you know he really is seven foot tall. Oh yeah, he's and, fucking huge, and he can't teach that. Um, it's fucking scary. It's to end the segment, um, Jericho is standing on the outside of the apron, and Cass gives him a big boot. And yeah. when I saw it live, and I was kind of like, "Fuck, that was that looked good." Like that was a Tajiri type of <laughs> kick right there. Like you could hear the fucking smack when we, when he took that big boot yeah and uh they go to commercial they come back and jericho's approaching stephanie mcmahon backstage and you could tell chris jericho had like a black eye or a shiner or something like that because he could the eye that was facing the camera was was not open like he couldn't open that eye he looked like like an old person you know when like yeah. when just people in age they like their eyes kind of get like their eye openings get a little smaller that's what he looked like yeah i was like it was like has jericho always looked like that but then he turned his head and i saw his other eye i was like oh okay and we He's have just, his, now in the background, and we see his eyes are fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, we we're watching that. the opening segment in the background, and he looks fine right now. Yeah, so we maybe that smack was real. <laughs> maybe that was a not a leg slap. Maybe that was more of a smack of the foot hitting the head. Right, so then, you know, so then we see this... Um, so he confronts Stephanie backstage, and he's demanding a match against Big Cass. She makes it for the rest of the night, but kind of like she's playing like a I'm a face now, because, like, I want to get over... Like, I, you know... Uh, she's my, trying so hard. Yeah, she's trying so hard crowd. to be a good guy. But, you know, the, everybody in the crowd knows it's not no, true. But, yeah. like, you can, see, full of shit. you can see they're starting to tease this, like, Shane starting to believe in her thing. So that's going to definitely go somewhere. So going back to the Jericho feud, which, again... I think I know where it's going to go, but maybe you want to talk about this later. Uh... I, and I... I'm yeah, a, let's stick with the Jericho okay. feud, and then we'll go yeah. back to okay. Shane and Stephanie very yeah, shortly. Yeah, 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 my bad. Um, but, so... For again, this was a weird a weird way to end Raw because earlier yeah. in the show they had a six man tag between the club and the family. God damn it, I'll get into that later. We're the club. We're a family. And only three people are allowed in the club. We only have three people in our family. Me, Gallows, and Angus. All men too, so that that's a little ooh. The men's club. <laughs> So I, God. I so naturally that's the world title feud right there. That would be your main event. But no. in the old era, yeah, maybe the old era. The old maybe, era is maybe we had main old, events in the middle of the maybe show. This, that's the new era. Yeah. Maybe maybe the main event isn't always going to be the main title world title fixture. I okay. don't know. Now now we get to the main event, which is you know which was announced in the first segment of the show is Chris Jericho versus Big Cass. 
And the crowd was into it. The crowd's like really like they're they're into big cast. They got a big pop yeah. in the beginning of the show. People want to see Jericho. So Jericho comes out for his entrance, and then you see like something's happening where his like his jacket he like he falls Probably down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're like kind of like what's happening? And I'm like I'm like oh this is interesting because they don't do this very often with his entrance. They usually just let him do it. Yeah, and, and they, they precursed that Dean Ambrose would not be on the show. I believe. Tonight, yeah, or we were. To yeah, believe Jericho. That he wouldn't be Jericho around. said in the opening segment that you know because he hit it he he's concussed. I hit him with that plant in the back of the head, which, by the way, really concussed for a week by getting hit with a plant. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's soil under there. It's not, it's not, it's not, t- it's not titanium <laughs> under there. It's fucking soil, okay? Unless he plant. soiled himself and he was too embarrassed. Then I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that was, that, was, that was a plant. That yeah. was a plant. That was not me. It was a plant. It uh, got on my pants, too, but okay. So, you know, lights are still out, which, you know, it's kind of, now, this is the part where it's a little bit of a stretch for me, where it was like, Okay, obviously it was gonna be Dean Ambrose. We knew that when like yeah. when there was all that like struggle for a second though. I thought maybe a fan attacked him. Like that's what I thought when. That's the light, what I thought at first. The, like I thought a fan attacked him because then he stood back up again, and I was like, "Oh wait, the lights are still out." Yeah. And now he's walking to the ring, and he's like still got the lights out. They always turn the lights on when Jericho turns around. Right. Right. So right, like, right, right, why yeah. would they leave the lights off? So I'm like, okay, this isn't a fa- wasn't a fan attacking him. It was a legit. It was a legit storyline thing, and they're just leaving the lights out so you think it's still Jericho. Um, they, you know, he walks into the ring, and then, oh, it's Dean Ambrose wearing Chris Jericho's light-up jacket that he's been wearing since, I don't know, 2011 or whenever he came back. And Yeah, so you didn't really like this part. You didn't really like that? No, I liked it to this point. I thought it was good. Okay, so it, what part uh, didn't you like? I Then we get into we, the ring. Okay. Jericho's laying on the outside, and he's still like be, uh, a little like dazed from getting... Uh, beat up and then you know he's like he's doing this like long tease that i'm gonna do something to the jacket you know he's kind of like he's kind of like he's kind of like looking at it and like jericho's doing this whole like no no don't do it i know what you're thinking don't do it don't don't, don't even dare like and, that costs fifteen thousand dollars and then you know it, it yeah it's, 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 then he's ripping the jacket and and it's just taking so long and the crowd's kind of like like, they're like, yeah, he's ripping his jacket. jacket. And, like, uh, maybe I wouldn't have had a, 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 as much of an issue with it, but this was the last segment for Raw. Like, yeah. Like, and, and Jericho's just yelling at it, like, oh, that was $15,000! It was just so weird. It was so weird. I I, I kind of, okay, so maybe maybe I more agree with you on this whole thing than, uh, than um, than we thought originally, because we hadn't really talked about that. Right. Because I really, really liked the fact that he came out, he, you see some shuffling going on, and at first, right, you think it's a fan. I like that. Right? I like and, that and, part. And then you see, you know, someone back in there, and then, you know, he's walking to the ring, and you still think it's, quote-unquote, you think it's Jericho still, and then, like, when he came out, and then when he was in the ring, he did the pose, Yeah. and I, I liked the, I liked, it was cool, like, that effect where, like, he had the jacket kind of over his head, yeah, and his, and his head slowly popped out. Like yeah, it was like um, I still liked like it at that Jack point. Jack the Ripper, or like no, like like that the headless horseman kind of thing. Yeah, like like, I, like that I, was really cool. I, no, I agree. It was good until that point, and then it's the point where he starts ripping the jacket, ripping the jacket up, pulling the yeah, lights out, like boring. breaking the little like the little control board, yeah. and like the you know, and, and it was just stupid and just like Jericho reacting to it, and. It got better once, you know, once the jacket part was kind of over and Jericho was just upset and he runs to the ring and he's, like, examining his broken jacket. And he was, like, I, I think he, like, tried to put it on a little bit at one point. Like, he put, like, a <laughs> sleeve on and he was, like, no, this isn't going to work. So I, I like that. 
But I don't know. It was just like, it was like, we're complaining about inanimate objects in a wrestling ring. Like, that's what we're doing. It was just, yeah. it was just like, okay, he, he ripped his jacket. Like, it, it, yeah, as I said, it, remember, it reminds me of Jericho's feud with Kane when he fucking, he accidentally spilled coffee you, on Kane uh, and that started like a two month feud. fucking feud with them. And it was just so stupid. And it's just like a stupid feud again. Like uh, a fucking plant that they made way too much publicity over. Now a fucking jacket. How, like, why can't it be that Chris Jericho is just a cocky asshole like veteran and Dean Ambrose is a crazy young guy? Like why do we have to have this weird dynamic of like these fucking inanimate objects like who gives a shit yeah because at the end of the day it doesn't get we don't really care and um i know uh i saw like a picture of um the latest episode of whack town i mean smackdown <laughs> and um <laughs> you said <it> again <laughs> and um whack down, baby. Whack down. and uh apparently uh some some angle with them going forward was that Jericho put Dean Ambrose in a straight jacket and beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, I saw that. So I saw that picture, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, okay, you beat, you got my jacket, here's your jacket. Yeah. And, and strapped him up and beat the shit out of him. See, that, they should have added that on Raw. See, to me... They, they should have saved that for the Raw Go Home show yeah. that we're, that we're going to see coming up on Monday. Because I thought that was really cool. I mean, th- it might have been a shit segment. I have no clue. I didn't actually see it. I just saw the picture. I thought that was cool, though. I was like, yeah, nice. no, I, I saw Very the same nice. thing. I didn't watch SmackDown because we don't watch SmackDown. Because um, it's... Fucking... It's wretched. It's wretched. Because it's SmackDown, baby. Yeah, and you know what's another... Uh, very quickly, a, a synopsis on SmackDown. I stopped SmackDown because they insult my intelligence. And What? Yes, it, it's, it's insulting to my intelligence. It's a taped show. I don't like that, that they do that to you. And... You, they have chimed in fan reactions, like fake fan reactions that yeah, they add post-production, so and you hear, and it's they, they used the same sound effect. <laughs> yes, and, 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 and it, always, it always sounds like a very predominant like female character, like, <laughs> it always sounds like that. It's like, it's, it's like they recorded it in 1998, and they used <laughs> the same sound for the last fucking, you know, like, 20 years, like, it's yes. enough of this crap, please. I agree. Like, like it, it was insulting to me, like, when I when I would go to watch Raw every week and see, like, for example, I, like, John Cena getting booed every week in Raw, right. yeah. and then I would still watch SmackDown the next week, and he would get that <laughs> reaction every week. So that's why I stopped, one of the main reasons I stopped watching SmackDown. But you don't see anybody moving, though, when they're cheering. Yeah, yeah, the crowd yeah, is just like, silent. It's like a video game. Yeah, like, a video <laughs> game. It is, it's like Actually, a video, video game. Actually, video game was probably more animated. Yeah, and the crowd was. So that's why we don't watch SmackDown because it's just it, it's an it's, it's phony. It's so phony. Make it live. Make it you know. Yeah. Make it maybe on Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe that might be too early. But they tape it on yeah. Tuesday. Why don't they just put it on Tuesday then? That's too much. I think it's just too much wrestling at one two days in a row. I mean, so it's it's not like Monday Night Wars or anything like that. But like the best part of SmackDown, uh, I can't believe we're talking about Whacktown so much. I know. But I do, we just have to bring this up because I love when we talk about this. The fucking commentator. That, who, that oh guy. Oh my god. He's so good. He's so good. He needs to be on Raw. I don't know how to pronounce his name because I it. haven't watched SmackDown. <laughs> but we've watched I think the his pre- name is like Michael Chimali. No, no. Chimali. It's like Mario or something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. It sounds like Mike, like, uh, I don't know what. Oh, uh, yeah, his eyes all fucked up. So, like. Stephanie looks so hot. 
she he uh, uh, anyway. he calls the pre-show matches for the pay-per-views, and he makes like the he made the Ryback like uh, Ryback Kalisto and match. Kalisto. Yeah, well, he made, tonight. It was so it's good, so good. Put that guy on Raw. Why do we have Byron Saxton? Byron JBL? Is a, yeah, Byron's a fucking robot. Just get rid of him. He's so garbagey. He's so robotic. Like I saw, I was watching right. like the three of them, and I just saw Byron just staring out into the camera, <laughs> not speaking, and I'm just like. He looks like a fucking robot. It's some fucking garbage. <laughs> like, whatever. Okay, whatever. Anyway, back to the Jericho let's, thing. Let's go back to the Let's go back to Jericho. We've gone on, yeah. like, a couple of things. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So Richardness! Jericho, like, he, he, outside of the ring, he walks in the big cast and kind of blocks his uh, thing. And uh, Jericho slaps him in the face and cast yes. slams him into the fan barricade and then into the ring. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, and Ambrose hits him Are with dirty deeds. And, you know, Ambrose, then, you know, Jericho's leaving and Ambrose continues to rip up the jacket to now it's like in shreds. And that's, Jericho is like, just like upset. He's crying outside the ring yeah. almost. It's just like, it was such a stupid thing. And this is what something that bothered me. Like, okay, Chris Jericho ruined a plant. Okay, so Fred, okay. say let's say like what what's what's an equal value of a plant? Like um a, a brand new T-shirt, maybe your favorite T-shirt, right? Okay, yeah. your favorite. You're wearing a Cobra Con shirt uh, right now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Eastside oh, Dave. It's show. actually an Eastside Dave. Uh, Eastside Dave show. It's Anthony, an Eastside Dave uh, parody shirt, but still on the o- Opie and Anthony. Uh, I mean, uh, sorry, Anthony Kubinia podcast. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> stop <laughs> plugging other podcasts. I'll stop listening to us. Other other ones? <laughs> yeah, there's only one. And nobody listens to it. Uh, <laughs> So let's say Fred. Fred, let's say I, I, you and me were mad at each other, and I would took your favorite T-shirt, yeah, and I, I, th- I threw it in a shredder and I ruined it. For yeah, you. you'd be mad. I would be mad. Okay, like fuck you, dude. Now, your response would be then in WWE logic would yeah. be to take my hmm, what, take what? your house. No, no, not my house. <laughs> that's that's way too much. Oh, okay. Um, to take my air hockey table, my very expensive air hockey table that I have in my basement. Yeah, to bring that one up, right? Yeah. So yeah. take my air hockey table, air hockey table and smash it with a sledgehammer. Yes. Like what? Don't you think one is just a little bit more valuable than the other one? And no, and that thing is not worth fifteen thousand dollars. I'm I'm exaggerating that. But let's say I had a brand new guitar. Let's say I had a like state of the art, like you know, I don't know, fucking like fucking Kurt Cobain court guitar. Or something yeah, like yeah, that, like a know? fifteen thousand dollars signed and ordered by Kurt Cobain. You decided to smash it on my like yeah. front my, on my front porch. Don't yeah. you think like one is way more of an overreaction than yes. something else? Like this is for my fucking shirt that I paid five dollars for. Like it was a fuck plan and the thing is jericho is the heel here and ambrose is the face and all fucking jericho did was break his plant and fucking ambrose the good guy is fucking breaking yes. his you know is breaking so ten- his fucking like fifteen thousand dollar jacket so a ten dollar plan compared to a fifteen thousand dollar jacket yeah does not compute yeah that, that was like the other thing i'm like and it's weird because he was the ones the good guy did like the way worse thing than the bad guy that was the thing like yeah. I, it, it, that kind of was like i was like this is so stupid so and i think jericho cares about a plant so much. and i think jericho and, and dean ambrose have enough character where they don't need to have this weird like feud over inanimate objects and now there's no that straight jacket thing in there like they've been feuding already i know they were feuding but they don't even need you know maybe this is maybe this is leading to some weird gimmick match at extreme rules because it's a gimmick pay-per-view so that's the only thing that really makes sense here because they didn't really announce what they're going to do at the pay-per-view well they're obviously it's only one way to go loser leaves their show match (laughs) the loser can no longer have their talk show their talk show can we stop talking about talk shows every week and that's it 
I don't, we have our own talk show here, and we're talking, we're talking about, about talk wrestling <laughs> talk shows, which are all garbage nowadays. <laughs> I know, I love it. So I uh, maybe I, I think they might be going for some kind of really gimmicky match here. I don't know what kind of match they could throw out there. I seriously was joking about that, but I think that's like more like I think it's more realistic than anything. Yeah, like a loser le- like leaves their show match or can't have their show anymore. But that's not an extreme rules thing. Like usually extreme rules match, like they'll have like I, yeah. a chair match, like a chain match, uh, like TV screen match. I don't know what the fuck you know. Yeah, a plant match maybe. <laughs> Plant on a pole match. I don't fucking. It's just know. like it's so fucking, gimmicky, really and I'm care, like, I'm honestly. like, well, we have a gimmicky pay per view coming up, so maybe we get some like something with one of those like remember those hardcore title championship matches back in Raw back in the day, and they would have like bowling balls and like really funny like quote on, I'm, I put quotes on that yeah quote I mean, unquote, funny goofy I mean really funny. oh they're just not, being not silly with funny. the like I think that's what we're gearing up to, and that's like uh, that's a huge injustice to Chris Jericho and Dean Ambrose because those are two of the best workers in the show. And you're and resorting to this weird goofiness and and like no, inanimate goofy, inanimate objects like it's stupid like they're being goofy they're both good enough to not do this they're both being goofy lately Dean Ambrose has been a goofball they're making him into some kind of goofball and Jericho's crying over a fucking jacket and a being, jacket and calling people idiots like he they're all they're bunch they're two both goofballs I don't really care as much about it's that. all about a show and it's like I'm and just it, glad that like, and the feud started with just basically um, Shane McMahon canceled the highlight reel that was it and Dean yeah. Ambrose delivered the message and that was the feud like it's just like it's like really like 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 this is this is how the feud starts this is how yeah. this is how and we're gonna get two months of this shit so right. I don't know there's not much else to say here the only the only thing I'm just glad about is that like even though big cast didn't get the fight um Chris Jericho at the end of the day that at least yeah he was I mean to, like, that was the other thing he was able to carry his own though yeah like, in the segment I would have loved to have seen him wrestle Jericho. It'd been awesome. I'm assuming awesome. we're gonna. I'm assuming we're gonna actually get the Jericho cast match. This I hope we get month, it on Raw this Monday nice. on Raw on the go home. Yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. And then you know, and then I guess Cast just doesn't have anything for the pay per view, and he's just yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they don't. Need, they don't need him for the pay per view anyway. He's he's just yeah. What's going on with my computer? Anyway, uh, <laughs> so um, so not the lead. Anyway, so... Yeah, let's get off this Jericho. Yeah, let's get off this thing. That Ambrose let's, thing. Let's it's kind of annoying me, that... and I really don't care. Honestly, yeah, I don't really care much. either. It's, it's not... As the feud's not really wish. working. Um, I'm more interested in the women's stuff, honestly. Yeah, me too. Um, so let's just get to that. Let's, let's go to the women's match. We're skipping a couple things here, but whatever. Um, oh, uh, so we, if you want to talk about the next match, really, we can. I okay. Just, I mean, I just like the uh, Baron Corman forced, fought Dolph, Dolph Ziggler again. Of course, we knew this feud was going to extend because they had the, that battle royal for the number one contendership for the U.S. Championship, and Baron Corbin got eliminated by Dolph, and, and then uh, Dolph kind of beat the shit out of him. Yeah, so which I didn't even remember in the last podcast, because I was like, oh yeah, the feud's over. You're like, nah, it, it's still going. No, no, no. Because yeah. it's so forgettable to me that yeah, you know, six yeah, days know. later, I don't even remember it happened. I love... Um, Corbin's new entrance with the with the with red all lights. the red yeah because yeah, it reminds like it reminds me of Gangrel for some reason Gangrel I was gonna say Kane but he kind of like, looks like Gangrel with, with like brown hair a little opposed. yeah a little bit I can, I can see that you know like for sure and um I think that the adding all that red just adds 
something to him because it's like it's like sadistic like like I'm looking out for, I'm coming out for blood and everything yeah like that. definitely so, so um I like that I his like entrance that. has always been really cool too like I liked him when, yeah, it, when it was just white too something about like when the lights go on and it's white and you can't see anything yeah and then it goes off and he's just there like I like that they do it with Seamus too it's like Goldberg with the pyro back in the yeah WCW. yeah they like, do it with Seamus come out they do it with yeah. Seamus now too and it looks cool I'm assuming that's why. They yeah. changed it to red because it was very similar yeah. with, like, a big bright light. And then it's like, oh, there's the wrestler. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was, again, it was a forgettable yeah. match. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess we're going to get a pay-per-view match between them again. I, I guess. Maybe it's a pre-show match this time. I, I don't, don't know. know. It, it was a pre-show match last year. It was a pre-show it's match. It was the first opening match here. I don't know. See, like, these guys could have benefited from a feud like Jericho and Ambrose had. Like, true, like, true, true. Like, I don't know. Like, they both wear their cool jackets. I'm sure Ziggler's custom denim jacket and Corbin's biker jacket would cost a lot of money. Like, this feud uh, could have been put on Corbin and Ziggler to give it something. Because I don't give a shit about these two. Jericho and right. Ambrose are good enough to carry their shit on their own. Ziggler yeah. is lost in the shuffle. And Baron Corbin's trying to establish himself on Raw. They're great wrestlers. They're two great wrestlers. We're going back to fucking Jericho and Ambrose again. Uh, it, you know, I'm just saying. There. Like, it's... I I know, I know like, what you mean. One feud is is totally over gimmicky, and this other feud, I don't give a shit because I don't care about the guys in it. I know, they love to have an inanimate object, like, played into the fucking show. I yeah. don't know. Anyway. I, I can't. Yeah, well, I don't even, I don't even you can't bother. even talk about it anymore. It's, just, it's, it's useless. It's just useless information. Can we talk um, about good stuff? Yeah, let's talk about good stuff. Let's like, talk about the women. I know it's wretched. I thought we were supposed to talk about wretchedness. But let's just talk about a little good stuff. Yeah, so the, this is for a little bit. probably the best uh, match of the night. Um, but it was tainted yeah. with later actions, and I'll explain that later. But um, first, let's just talk about backstage. Uh, Charlotte and Ric Flair come sucking up to Shane. You know, Sh- Flair yeah. F- Flair's just like all over Shane. He's like, yeah, bro, we go way back, man. Yeah, and all that shit. And, um, and, you know, they're like, they're trying to convince... Um, uh, Shane to put Stephanie in her place because you know she's you know she's a bitch or whatever. Yeah. And Shane says like no 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 we're we're actually on good terms so I actually take offense to that. Ric Flair you're being from banned from ringside tonight, tonight just too. like you're gonna yep. be at, at Extreme Rules right. to see if you can get the job done and you're facing Paige yeah. former Divas champion. So so later we get we, we let's fast forward a little bit further into the show we get Paige versus Charlotte and this oh, is something I was talking about great. last week. Where I was like, Wait, what the fuck happened to Paige? Like, yes. like you got your answer. Paige has be- become Natalia now, where she's now the just the random person who will come in and like. If you need to be- put someone good over. Yeah, yeah. So Paige comes out, and this was person. actually a very, very good match. Yeah, um, crowd super into this. Crowd was really into it. And it was a great match, though. I again, mean, like, why is Paige being? Like book this way. I mean, maybe she's the next feud. I, I I think maybe maybe this is the planting the seed of the next feud for for Charlotte because I just yeah I, I don't know how much longer I can take this Natalia feud. But you said like where's Paige last week? Yeah, and now I'm gonna say where the fuck is Sasha? This this week I'm gonna say that this week they I think where they showed Sasha? they showed her backstage like just talking to Shane but one of those segments where the, where the music is playing you don't even hear what they're saying. <laughs> Fred singing a raw theme song from ten years ago. <laughs> I never, I never know. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Um, so you know, okay, so you know, I talked about this like overbooking with the with the fucking. I I, I got a little animated last week when I'm talking about this Natalia. And just, a, just a little bit. Just a little bit pissed little off bit. about the Chicago screw, screw job thing and like how they're booking Charlotte to look so fucking weak right now. Um, so. 
this was like a nice change of pace because it, it didn't have anything to do with Natalia. She was just on commentary. Commentary, but again, I just don't like her because I just. She was so. Oh, she was so bad on commentary. Yeah, now. she's just. Oh my she god. She kept saying. She kept saying this one phrase like. Um, it's just another day in Omaha. I'm yeah, what the that. fuck is that? I don't know what that means. Somebody, one of the announcers even said that, too. Like, like what does like, that mean? She's like, just like, what? And she's like, she's, she's just like, and it's just another day in Omaha. That's all I'm going to say. I'm like, explain yourself, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, we live in New York. We don't know what that fucking phrase means. I don't know. In the yeah. deep south or whatever the fuck you're talking about. I don't like, want to know anyone from Omaha. Sorry for anybody that's listening. The fuck? Who the fuck? Who the, who said that? Such a weird, what a weird fucking reference. Anyway. What, does Stu Hart make that up? So, uh, he's fucking 85 years old. Right, right. So, um. Sorry. (laughs) Make fun of a legend there. Yeah, so Flair starts coming out, and, um, you know, Flair's trying to help, you know, even though he was banned from ringside, he comes to the ring, tries to help Charlotte. Got a big pop, too. Got a big pop, yeah. really was. Yeah. I mean, like, gotta say, like, they... Got some major heat on this. Okay, and uh, so Shane McMahon comes out and says, no, Flair, you're out of here. Some security comes mm-hmm. out. Yeah. escorts him out of the ring. Charlotte's like, what? no, what? no, what? please don't take my daddy. And, you know, she's not paying attention, and Paige gets the roll-up for the one, two, three. And yep. that's the end of the match. Um, I've said it before. I mm-hmm. do not like roll-ups. Um, you know, in, no, you in limited, in limited use, I think they can be effective, like, to catch somebody off guard. Well, but that's the point, it should be. Yeah, but you know, every week we get one. You know, we, we pretty much you can't go through a Monday Night Raw without a roll up. Um, but you know, like, that's fine. Fine. Like, okay, yeah. so they have it. They have it every week. So whatever. That's not a big deal. They say like, hey, quick. Oh no, I got the quick roll up for the pin. Quick roll up means something from something just happens out of unexpected. Nowhere. You're unexpected. not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're exactly. not prepared. Not yeah. every fucking match. Okay. All right, yeah, so, you know, you know how I feel about it, so whatever, that's no big deal. Well, that's pretty much it for the women's division um, this week. Uh, yeah, there's, there's nothing else really going anyway, on. Anyway, bravo for them for having a great match. Um, and thank God, they only had one roll-up this week, so thank God. So, yes. I mean, so we go backstage. Um, let's talk about, um, uh, we can do that one later. Let's go to the... Uh, I'm just glad that page one. Yeah, it was nice that page one... Um, Give her like something again. I, I don't do think. Want that for I really don't think this Natalia Charlotte feud is going on longer. I think. Nah, nah, I think they did all of this ending. crazy Chicago, um, you know, screw job to maybe give it another month or two because maybe they're just like yeah. they're trying to spread out the talent. They want to save Sasha. Sasha's going to be the next women's cha- uh, champion. That's just my guess. Maybe and they're, they're saving her. I think for like a big event like SummerSlam. Or something I guess like so. That. Maybe she's just going to come back out of you know, nowhere. We're going to get two months feud with Natalia. Maybe the next one is Paige. Maybe because this win with Paige, you know, says like, yeah, you know, maybe. oh, I beat you last week, so maybe, maybe now it's my turn. So as long as we're not dropping out, right? Becky Lynch. Do not Becky. Yeah, please stop Becky. <laughs> Goddamn Becky. As Becky, long as we're not doing that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So anyway, we love you. Um, fast forward a little later in the show. Um, let's go to the uh, Sami Zayn and Miz match. So yeah, yeah. So um, so Zayn Zayn um is complaining um that he wants a spot in the Intercontinental Title match at Extreme Rules. Um, so the stipulation here is if Sami Zayn wins, he's gonna be thrown in the Intercontinental Title match between the Miz and um, who was it? Who's already in it? It's gonna be Miz. Uh, well, wait, wouldn't Ces- it? Well, yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Cesaro. Right, Cesaro. Cesaro. Yeah. Cesaro was the that was the original match. It was supposed to be Cesaro, I believe, right? Cesaro versus Miz rematch is supposed to be. Right, now, that was the original match. Yeah, now these guys are 
they're um, so petitioning ev- to get into everybody's this match. petitioning to get it. As we said last week, there's these. This was well done. Mm-hmm. They had the combining of these two feuds, which were on basically equal ground. Like we can always, yep. you know, like Cesaro is very talented. Uh, Miz, you know, he misses what misses Miz. So. You know, but like having the side feud with uh, Owens and and Zayn kind of had them like at the same level, and then they kind of crossed paths in that. Yeah. So it was a nice blend. So exactly. now, now everybody, now they're trying to get this for like they're everybody's trying to get their way in. Um, so Zayn, if Zayn wins this match, he gets a spot in the Intercontinental Title match at Extreme Rules and becomes a triple threat. Right. Because um, if he could beat the Miz, the IC champ, why shouldn't he be allowed in right. the match? So that, that was the, the the thing, and just just I made a note here actually um, that you would appreciate. <clears throat> Owens and Cesaro were watching the match while it was going on, and they do it. They were doing the forty five degree angle, watching the TV move. Yes, they both but, were doing it, and I, I said to myself, Kevin, "Oh, Craig would love that." Yeah, they're doing the forty five degree thing, looking at the TV from like a side slash angle. watching the camera. Yeah, at the same like time. it's like, so annoying. I'm watching. But at least I'm watching. Kevin Owens sat down in a chair and put his feet up. Like, like, a normal person That's would true. do. Who stands in front of a television, like, five inches away from their face and is watching it like this? Like, <laughs> like, like watching, like, from their, like, peripheral vision. Yeah. And then looking, like, at the camera. And then to be at standing. At the same time. And you're standing and watching an entire 15-minute wrestling There's match. not other television where you can sit down on a couch. So at least Kevin Owens <laughs> sat down. So I give him yeah, credit yeah. for changing it up a little bit. Well, Cohen, Kevin Owens does things like that, like where he he will like change little things like that, and I appreciate them honestly. <laughs> but anyway, this this was actually another really good match. This was like, a good match. I was surprised because I don't like I don't like Mrs. I was into this, and uh, I re- people love Sami Zayn. Like he's he's really yeah. good. Yeah, they really tore. The you know what I love? They keep the, throwing they the house they down keep... more than the women's match. Or they were like tied. They were, I yeah. feel like they were tied. Yeah, man, probably, probably like you know, it's a toss up. It was a toss up. Yeah, but yeah. I love that they're using the Michinoko driver like every once in a while now. Mm-hmm. Like they've used it a couple times in the last couple months, and I, yeah. every time I say it, I always because it always was like a very dangerous move. Yeah, because you're landing on like right the the very upper back shoulder area, and yeah. you always oh, land yeah. on your neck. But it always looks fucking great when somebody does it. And I always mark out because I'm, I'm a huge Taka Michinoku fan. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, he does like, it very quickly, too, so it's like comes out of nowhere, yeah. which is really cool. And this is a little, something that's a little weird. Remember when they were trying to push the Miz as a face? And Ugh. like he was like, they were trying to make him like the next Ric Flair, and like Ric Flair gave him the opportunity to use yeah. the figure four. I kind of thought that they swept that under the uh, under the bus. You know, like I kind of thought that, like, all right, Miz has been off TV like a lot the last couple <sighs> years. He's been like on Superstars and Main Event, and he's not on, yeah. he's not on Raw or SmackDown. Well, he's yeah. probably on SmackDown, but we don't know. Because um, it's whacked out. So I kind of thought they just kind of like brushed that aside and said like, eh, let's forget about that. But no, he busts out nah. the fucking figure four in this match, and like Zayn has to sell, it. and it's just like, it's an, it's uh. a little insulting to me as a fan, like watching like fucking Ring of Honor alumni, like right, fucking yeah, Sami Zayn, here, yeah. like having a problem getting out of the Miz's figure four leg lock. Yeah, especially since also Charlotte has the figure eight, which is right. supposed to be the superior version Right, of right, it. and we have but a flare thing already. The, it's she like... does use the figure four. Right. Yeah. And this is another thing I noticed also, like, there was, like, this point where, like, Miz was trying to use the rope for the leverage. Yeah. But the... And I noticed that the ref was fucking looking at him. He was looking at him and counting the two, yeah. and then he stopped. Yeah, so... Then like, he stopped. Like, so the refs gotta be a little... The refs have to be a little more cognizant of what the fuck they're looking at and who's cheating and whatnot. Cause I, and I think um, there was something with Paige and Charlotte, too, that they that they did that also. But I just don't remember the spot at the moment, like, yeah, where so, that happened. Uh, um, so refs, 
get your shit together. So this was a this is a good win and good win for Zayn. You know, I, we we've said he loses yep. a lot, so it's good for him to get a win. So now Miz wins the match, hits the hell of a kick, and he and he's in it for he's in the match now it's for the hell of a kick. So he's in the Intercontinental, <laughs> right? He's in the Intercontinental <laughs> Title Match at Extreme Rules. Shut the fuck up! I know, I'm being such an asshole. Um. <laughs> So now, fast forward, we go to the other side of this feud with Kevin Owens now. He's pissed off. <laughs> he's pissed off that he's not in this match. and um, He's the best. And, and like and Zach so Ryder, funny. of all people, is talking to Shane yeah. McMahon. And he wants to, you know, he said, you know, like, I was the Intercontinental Champion. I yes. was I almost won the United States Champion in the Battle Royal last week. I deserve my rematch. I deserve my rematch. And Shane's like, and uh, yeah. So basically, the winner of this match, it's going to be Kevin Owens versus... Zack Ryder will have a mat. Will be it. Will be in a fatal four way match now for the yeah. Intercontinental Title Extreme Rules. I love fucking Kevin. Owens. I love. I, no, Kevin I'm sorry. Owens. I don't mean I love fucking Kevin Owens. Right. I mean I just love Kevin Owens. Yeah. He just like the way he makes fun of people is just like so funny and like real authentic. And my favorite line, which is he just goes to Zack Ryder and goes like, "What? Why? Why do you even exist?" Why do you even exist? <laughs> and, like, I don't know why that was so goddamn funny. And, like, I'm not even delivering it as well as he did. It's because he kind of, like, why you do you tell, even exist, Zack Ryder? Because you can kind of tell he goes off the cuff a little bit. And yes. he, he kind of, like, they let him do his own thing. And he did it in the NXT a lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of my favorite moments is when he was feuding with uh, Hideo Itami. Oh, yeah, 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 And, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> he was cutting a promo, and he kind of, like... Like stumbled on his words like we do every week, and yeah. it's just kind of like yeah. so. Yeah, Hideo just turned, and, and like everybody's just like, ah, you, you fucked up. up. And uh, and he goes, <laughs> and his reaction is like just right off the cuff. He's just like, oh man, Hideo, man, I sound just as bad as you do. And the guy's like, oh shit. <laughs> I thought that was fucking hilarious. So he's really good with like kind of just doing his own thing. So like, why do you even exist? That's the that's just Kevin Owens. Like, why why do you even exist? A, like he was so mad. Like why do you even exist? Yeah, he's like he's got like he's got like the kind of like the following that CM Punk had before he like became yeah. like a champion. Like he was kind of doing his own thing. He had cut his own promos. You know, it was like it was something different. You know, than everything yeah, else. Oh, on yeah. TV. So yeah, th- there's a lot of good things in in the future for Kevin Owens. That's for sure. Definitely. Um, so they definitely. do this match. Um, Ryder. They kind of give Ryder like Ryder, this like quick yeah. this quick start where Ryder gets a couple of near falls and an early couple goings. And I'm like, oh god, they're really gonna make Kevin Owens look like he's gonna lose to Zack Ryder. <laughs> but it was kind of like almost like they did it good though because like Owens kind of like it was almost like Owens wasn't ready to start the match and like Ryder was just like so amped up to be like getting a, sh- a shot again. So he's yeah. like yeah, trying to for it. And then like Kevin Owens just took control. Like, very, like, he didn't do much. Like, he, he had a cannonball, I think, and he hit that, he, he hit a super kick and then a pop-up powerbomb, and that's and it. that was it. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. It, it was, was a quick, squash. it was very I, quick. I was surprised it was a squash, man. It really even wasn't, Zach, though, because Ryder, Ryder had, like, the early opportunities, but then, like, yeah. uh, then as soon as, then as soon as, like, Kevin Owens got his bearings, it was over. Which I, I think it's a good way to book Kevin Owens. Like, Kevin Owens shouldn't have a long match with Zack Ryder. We yeah. like Zack Ryder a lot. You know, we've talked about him a lot on our podcast, but I think Kevin Owens is... Probably the next big star of the company. Um, we love you, Zach. Anyway. Yeah, we love you, Zach. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, man. you'll get your you'll get your place back. L I represent. There was two things actually. I, I kind of like took from this, and uh, like another another two reasons why I love Kevin Owens. One reason is because I think that like he could either be like 
the biggest monster in the world, like against like maybe like Sami Zayn or something right. like that, where like he knows he's the bigger guy, so he acts like the big powerhouse monster. Uh-huh. And then there's other times like against Zack Ryder where he acts like such a pussy and stuff like that, or against other big guys he acts like such a pussy. Like he can switch from like being in, like scared. Or, like, be like, no, 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 I'm not. He's almost like a bully in real life. Yeah. Like, be, he's like, he'll pick on the little guys, like, no problem. But when it's like someone like his own size, he's like, he's like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then the other reason why I also love Owens is because he consistently yells at Michael Cole for oh, no intention. And Byron reason. Saxon, too. Like, he's like, like, right before he's about to do a move, he's like, look at this, Michael Cole! This is the best fucking move ever! And then he'll do, like, the move, and, like, like, Michael Cole doesn't even, like, acknowledge it. He goes, but like, oh, like, oh, okay, Kevin. He's like, uh, okay. He's like, you better, you better watch this, Michael! You know? Uh, it's so stupid. But he, he's so funny. Like, why does he just yell at Michael Cole I like love, that? I, it's but so, I love it. It's, it's so, so stupid, like, just seeing... Things like seeing that. like Michael Cole always kind of like it, you can kind of tell it always catches him off guard. He's just yeah. always like uh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's really good. He doesn't know what to say ever. Like so, it's so funny. So we got that now. So now we got a four way at Extreme Rules between right uh, right <laughs> right back right back no uh, between Kevin, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and the Miz, um, which will wreak a fall soon. That's yeah, it'll be great. Um, I think. I honestly don't think that the I, I think the Zayn Owens involvement in this match is like less less important like being in an intercontinental title match other than that they're just gonna be in the ring again with each other because I think this feud is not over once Extreme Rules no, comes no we're gonna get another singles match and I'm sure it'll be <laughs> I'm sure it'll be another high quality match I think it'll be cool that like um like if during the four way match like. Uh, Kevin Owens is trying to avoid Sami Zayn the whole time and stuff like that, like yeah. trying to run away from him or like trying to tag out and stuff, and then finally, uh, Sami Zayn like, finally gets like his uh comeuppance and stuff like that, and uh, beats the shit out of him and stuff like that. It would just be funny. So I think we have a solid feud. Go- this will be. Yeah, a, I think this, is good. this might be the best. They, be- they did this well. This might be the best match on an Extreme Rules, just based on the guys in the match. Because I mean, three of the guys are th- definitely three of the best workers in the company. So that. That's definitely going to be a good thing. I don't, you know, there's not yeah. much else to say at this moment. We're going to see what happens in the go home show, going into uh, going into Extreme Rules. I almost said Mania. Yeah, it's so weird how you can have four guys just combined together have a great, just a great program with Miz, Cesaro, Owens, and Zayn, and you can have the absolute four stupid people that we're looking at right now have the the dumbest feud that doesn't make yeah. any sense anymore. Can we talk anymore. about this for a Gold second? Gold Dust, our Truth, Fandango, uh, Fandango and, and, Tyler and Tyler Breeze, and I don't know. I don't understand why Tyler Breeze wants to hang out with R Truth, and I don't understand. I don't understand this program anymore. I don't uh, like. This I, is really wretched. This is really wretched. Like I think I don't understand what's going so on. So I anymore. think this is my thoughts: is that they started off with the Booker T angle of like Goldust trying to recruit R Truth, and R Truth didn't want it. Which right. is it's That's exactly fun. how the Booker T one started too. But I was okay with that part. I'm yeah, I was okay. okay. With that part. But then if they flipped a switch, and then Goldust didn't want to be R Truth's partner. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, it's different then. All right. Um, but then they throw in Fandango and Tyler Breeze. So they had R-Truth versus Fandango on Raw, which is like every time R-Truth wrestles on Raw, I'm always amazed. I'm like, how is this guy still fucking employed? And, and Damien Sandow isn't. And Damien Sandow is not. It's, it's just... Fucking bullshit. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Fucking bullshit. So, um, I mean... It was such a weird ending to the match too because weird. I don't it was understand. so weird. Okay, uh. so Arch, so Tyler Breeze is in the corner of um, 
R-Truth. Yeah, he goes up on the apron. And Goldust is in the corner of Fandango. Right. Now, Tyler Breeze gets on the apron and... For some reason. Right. And R-Truth Irish whips... I'm getting so confused because it doesn't Fandango, make sense. Fandango Irish whips R-Truth into the ropes, knocks Tyler Breeze to the floor, and then... He hits his whatever it's like a uh, what, uh, the downward spiral. He hits the downward spiral and it's one two three. But yeah. like, but like it it was so weird. Gold, I'm like, but then Goldust is acting upset. Yeah, he's but outside he's his the, partner now. Yeah, he should be happy that Fandango won. No, 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 no. I, I, Fandango so lost. Confused. Fandango lost. It was such a confusing uh, what segment. The fuck, I'm so confused. Now. It was such a confusing segment. It just didn't make any sense. Okay. I don't. Yeah, this is weird. Man. Irish whip him off the know. rope. Tyler Breeze goes down. Okay, that doesn't affect the match at all. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. It like, gets, why did it like, happen? Oh, oh, so he falls down. It. It's not like he like looked and was like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry," and then he got pinned. Like mm-hmm. he just that was it. It was done. And then he got he got his that fucking, would have been down. Cool. <laughs> that would have been cold for a roll up. That should have been a roll up. Right. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I'm sorry, Tyler Breeze. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. roll up. One, two, three. Okay. That should have been the roll up victories, not these other ones. But so it's like what? Is it, it's so, so weird. So it's I, like, don't I don't know. I, don't know. I, this I, I guess so because I did see. I, I saw some clips of SmackDown and that the tag team, the these shitty, you? these shitty like weird half teams, like what, what were they calling it? Gold Dango and and the Beautiful Truth. Like, uh, oh my god. The um. That was the it. beautiful truth. Yeah, you're, 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 I'm sorry. So apparently, those teams broke up, and uh, like Fandango team, and Tyler Breeze attacked our uh, truth and Golda. So I guess we're finally gonna get the Golden Truth as a tag team. But again, nobody gives a shit about this. So I'm weird. actually it's more intrigued at the team of Tyler Breeze and Fandango because I think that could actually be a tag team that could work. Oh yeah, that that actually makes more sense. They both have like... ridiculous gimmicks, but. If you put them together, they're kind of similar. Like the two cocky bastards. Like they, like they're just so so self absorbed. Like, yeah. Like I'm actually intrigued with that because they haven't done shit with Fandango since his feud with Jericho like two years ago. I know. And I know. Fucking Tyler Breeze hasn't done shit since he got called up. I know. So I'm actually so weird. I'm actually looking forward to the lesser team in this uh, weird segment. Like, let's I don't get to the end of this fucking feud already, dude. Uh, what is going on with this? I don't. Give and we a got shit. this tag team revolution coming up, and they're wasting our time with this Goldust uh, and R Truth guard revolution. Like guard this this fucking R Truth and like and Goldust thing is like something they would have done five years ago. Like yes, on, like definitely. The, with the SmackDown tag titles when. Like, Victor <laughs> yeah, Kozlov yeah. and Santino Morello were tag team champions. I'm like, yes. what the fuck am I watching? What that is this shit? Five years way too late. Yeah. So let's get, let's get fucking... That, this, that feud is so fucking wretched that, oh, it should, such garbage. that we shouldn't even waste more time on it. But So um, but, we didn't even talk about the Battle Royal last week because I was so infuriated. Oh, you went off. Um, so again, so they had United States Championship number one contender battle royal two weeks ago yeah. we didn't even discuss who won we only discussed that um corbin and ziggler continued their feud through that um, yeah exactly so basically the league of nations were the last people in the match and zach Ryder. um zach Ryder eliminated one of them i forget who it was um and it left it to be seamus um Ru- rusev and zach Ryder. Yeah. so seamus eliminates zach Ryder, and then 
Um, Rusev wins the match, so he's a new number one contender, and that's a good thing because you know he's yeah. he was good in his United States Championship run in the past, so it's it, it's yeah. a good rub whether whether he's winning the title back or he's gonna help put over Kalisto. I don't know. Yeah, that's it's be too a, early to tell. It's gonna be too early to tell for sure. Um, um, so obviously the next so this week we jump forward and you know Rusev is taking on. Uh, his lucha, his lucha dragons tag team partner Sin Cara, and this is actually yes. a pretty good match. Um, uh, Sin Cara is actually decent. He's definitely nowhere near the like the caliber of Kalisto. Oh, no, not at all. But he, <coughs> but he holds his own. I yeah, mean, he's, he's very, a, very solid. You know. Um. So my God, did they did they really waste an opportunity here? What's that? As far as this match is concerned. Well, yeah. I mean, what's the logical thing? You got you got this big giant guy wrestling. A luchador, basically. Okay, like a cruiserweight. A, a cruiserweight, and he's gonna face a cruiserweight, his cruiserweight partner at the next pay per view. Right. And you're gonna sell the underdog angle. Obviously, you always yes. do that with a cruiserweight. You have basically. to. Even Rey Mysterio is doing so that. So, what would be the logical? Fred, let me ask you a question. What yeah, would be the yeah. logical move in a big man versus your friend, little friend, in this match? Who would? What would you think would happen? I would think that the big man would just absolutely destroy the little man. And um, give you a little bit of a preview of what's to come to, for your match, but they kind of did that a little bit. Like Rusev was beat, like put, beating him up and like putting him on arrest holds and like yelling at Kalisto while yeah. he was doing it. But, 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 fucking Sinkara won, won with a roll up, a roll up, a roll up, a roll up. Craig's favorite move. A roll-up. A roll-up. So, we have officially like two roll-ups now in this ma- in this show. Two. Two roll-ups. Two. Okay. Two goddamn roll-ups. I hate one. I hate one in a show. I can tolerate it because I'm used to it. Yes. But two? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> two. Roll-ups, baby. Night and it was, it was the same shit. It was a distraction. It was, it was a, a distraction. distraction. Charlotte got distracted by Flair getting carried away and got rolled up by Paige. This was the same finish. This was the same finish. Kalisto was distracting Rusev. Lana yeah. is distracting the referee. So Kalisto hit... Okay, maybe Kalisto. This was a little different because Kalisto hit Rusev. And Sin Cara rolls him up for the one, two, three. Which, number one... Terrible booking decision to have Sin Cara beat anybody of of relevancy because Sin Cara is not gonna ever amount to anything. But he, so Rusev already lost to a small guy. He lost to a small guy. So there goes the mystique of whether or not Kalisto could beat the big ass guy of Rusev. Yeah. So I, there goes the mystique of it. And then it was there a roll goes. up. It was a roll up again. A roll-up. I know. Second roll-up of the show. It drives me insane how they overuse the same thing. Distraction roll-up. Why? Twice. Twice. This, this, this is what I wrote for myself. This is the easiest booking you could have easily done. Rusev dis- dismantles Sin Cara while Kalisto is on the outside being beyond upset. He, he's pissed. He's furious. Okay, we got that part, right? We, we kind of got that part. Rusev puts on the accolade. Is that the name, the accolade? Yeah. And um, win- and wins, obviously, but doesn't let go. He's being a dick. He doesn't let go of the accolade. He's, right. He's being more of a dick to this small little guy until Kalisto can't take it anymore, and he comes in and saves his partner and gets a couple moves. Right. And Rusev goes out of the ring like, ah, what the fuck you just do to me? Right. That's it. That's what you could have done. That's what you should have done. Yeah. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. But what did they do, Fred? I just made that up in like five seconds. That, that was pretty easy. 
Pretty they easy, did, right? They did the complete opposite. Pretty easy wrestling book. They did the complete opposite. They had the big man lose. They had the big man lose by a roll-up. A, a second distraction right, roll-up. Right, right, right. I, I... That doesn't do anyone any good. Sin Cara is so irre- irrelevant. I'm sorry, Sin Cara, but you're so irrelevant. He is. So this that victory doesn't mean anything for you. It means so... The loss means more to Rusev than the win does for you. Yes. People are going to be like, well, uh, fine, you lost to Sin Cara, so of course he's going to lose. And you know what the worst thing is? No. With this weird booking with making Rusev look super weak now is he'll fucking win the title now. Yeah, right. You're right, yeah. He'll win the title now. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Now he'll win the fucking title even though he's coming in weak. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. It's fucking WWE booking. fucking unbelievable. I I, I just can't, you know? Oh, god damn, man. Like, uh... But that that's all I can really say about this match. Yeah. Because it wasn't really that big of a segment, and um, we pretty much just, just really just went into everything that was so wretched about it. Yeah. Honestly. So, uh, I mean, so then the... Simple hey, booking, people. It's a simple booking. Simple booking. It's not even like we're like... I mean, like, we, we've been watching wrestling for years, okay? Yes. But, like, it's not... It's just lo- it's basic n- logic and common it's not, sense. It's not complicated. It's, it's not that hard. Like, I don't understand it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be that big of a deal. How they how they make it more of a deal? I don't know. Uh, it, it's just so odd to me. Like, fuck. so I think I get rid of that writer who fucking wrote that program. So let's go back to the segment that should have been the main event. We now have let's, the yeah. family, which the is the family. Usos and Roman Reigns. Taking okay. on the club, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, and right. Carl Anderson in a six-man elimination yes. tag team match. Elimination, correct. So that sounds really cool. Like I just, I love, yeah. I, I love elimination matches. Like, yep. except except for fucking the Survivor Series, which I think is super dated. <laughs> but like yeah. on a regular um, Raw, it's very, it's very fun. Yeah. And especially when a feud like this, where it's two of the the two, it's the main event feud. So this just makes sense. This is a good, this is a good match. This is a good match to do some things. Yes, exactly. So we start off the match. I don't mind the, f- the name of the family, by the way. I don't really mind it because they're Samoan. I really hate the name of the family. I mean, I really hate them family? anyway. But like, what? The anyway. family? Like, what? I don't know. Why don't we call it La Familia again? Like we did that already. Like no. why don't we do that? It's fucking. The club fucking, is so stupid. The club is so stupid. Because everybody knows it's the, anything yet. It's the Bullet Club. They don't have to have a name. Don't don't give them a shit name. The club. It sounds so lame. Cool. You could have called them even like the Bullet Squad or something like that. Or yeah. Or, or like a yeah. I don't know. Or, or I don't know. Fucking don't know. bullets. Or the bullets. Yeah. I would have rather. Been, that's a great name. I would have rather been called the Bullets than the club. Yeah, the Bullets. That's a good name. The club sounds. So gay, and you know WWE <laughs> would win any court battle over like trademarks, right? You, like, there's no. Oh yeah, they would make that like last forever to the point where New Japan's be like, I-, I give up, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, we can't afford to fight we this. Just fucking call the Bullet Club. I don't care. So, Fred, guess, just guess <laughs> how this match starts off. Jay and Anderson, Jay Uso and Anderson yes. start off the match, and Gallows very quickly into the match. Hits it like an illegal right hand, kind of like the referee wasn't like distracted. Oh, he's yeah, to, yeah. He's trying to separate them. Hit him with a cheap shot. Hit him with a cheap shot, and he gets what, Fred? What does he do? Roll up. He rolls up Jay for the elimination. Rolls him up. Stop it with the roll ups. Oh, my God. Rolling him up. 
Again! I'll never eat a fruit roll-up again in my entire life because it'll remind me of the shitty shitty booking of WWE. Fucking roll-up. Again! Stop with the roll-ups, people. Fucking three roll-ups now. We're on three roll-ups. There's gotta be other ways to win. It's unpredictable. Why couldn't he just hit a cheap shot and pin him? You have... the, The wrestling history starting with Carl, Carl Gotch to today's modern era. And all the booking that's occurred over the last 50 to 60 years, there there have to be other ways to end the match. End, yeah. end the match. There have to be other ways. Oh my god. I've seen dumber ways. I've seen better ways. But there have to be better ways than this fucking garbage that they do with the roll-ups. It's, it's way too much. Like, I get they needed the early elimination for the face team. That's how they usually do it. And they're make, trying to keep everyone strong. Make, make the face too. team look like, oh, they gotta overcome some adversity here. That makes yeah. sense. But why did there have to be a roll-up? Why couldn't he just fucking... Cheap shot him and pin him. Cheap shot him, pin him, or cheap shot him, finisher. You know, like like use the ropes. Move. Use the ropes. Give me something different here. Fucking roll up a roll up. If you use a cheap shot, what's the point of using a roll up at that point? Yeah. Because then it's not unexpected. The cheap shot already happened, so you could just pin the guy. Yeah. Why did I have to be have a roll up? up? It was a roll up again. Three fucking roll ups on the same show. Exactly. Thank God, there's no more though. Um. So we continue to go on and. We have so Gallows and Reigns going back in the ring. Jim, you know, Jimmy and Anderson are getting quickly get tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like a regular tag team action. Um, but, uh, all right, so Gallows gets gets some offense in on Reigns, who's in the match. Like as right. soon as Reigns gets in the match, he gets the Superman punch for the three. That's yeah. the the one thing I do like about these elimination tag team matches is because the wrestlers win with their non-finishers in these matches. That's true, yeah, because they have to build up to the very end. Right, and they don't want to use the spear later. Like, fucking times. Right, it just gets boring. So, he actually win. he'll eliminate a guy with this, and they've always done this, because I always noticed that, like... I I like that. Especially because... It's something I always took note of, especially because I was always a big Jericho fan. Yeah. Like, he would always hit the Lion Tamer, and... uh, No, I'm sorry, the Lion Salt. He would hit the Lion Salt, but they would always kick out... But, like, if he was in a tag team match and he hit the line saw and he would get the win, I would always be like, holy shit, wow! Yeah. Like, you know, they call it a finisher half yeah, the time. Yeah, finally. Yeah. So it was, it, Something I, different. I do like that about these tag team matches because they do, yeah. they win with their, like, signature moves as opposed to their finishing moves. So I, 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 I did like I that. So now it's two on two again, so Gallows is out. Styles re- immediately gets in the ring and, and just takes out Reigns, hits him with a fucking Pele kick. The crowd yeah, is, yeah. The crowd is actually pretty split this week. Um, yeah, definitely more yeah. in Styles' favor, I think. Especially, Still, especially yeah. in the beginning, like Reigns got major heat when he came out. But then yeah. as the match progressed, he kind of got some cheers. But it was the typical "Let's go, Roman, Let's go, Styles" chant. But it, was, it was like "Yeah, boo!" Like, yeah. It was like this, like "Yeah, boo!" Like oh yeah, the combination, the "Yeah, boo" like, thing. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, but it was like at the same time, like when you hear like his music, it was like "Yeah, boo!" But they forgot like who it was. It was like oh yeah, it's Roman. Let's boo. Like, I thought, like, I, I don't know, like, again, I don't think that fucking AJ looked strong going out of this match. He's starting to look like a fucking pussy. And I can't, I don't want to say it about AJ, because AJ's awesome. I love AJ, and I want him to do well, and, right. and stuff like that. But this is clearly, like, fucking Gallows and Anderson show, it seems. And, like, I feel like um, they're not letting AJ do his part like 
No, they're not. He needs to be stronger. I get that. I get it that Roman has the size and the in the power over Styles and stuff like that. But Styles is quicker and stuff like that. He should be using um, whatever attributes that uh, Roman Reigns doesn't have and use it to his advantage. You right. Know, stuff like that. Totally. And 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 Ga- and Gallows or a- at least Anderson, like the the smaller of the two guys. She should be getting like maybe the heat, like uh, getting like beat up a lot, like um, like Arn Anderson would do back in the day with like you know tag right. matches and stuff like that with like with the Four Horsemen and stuff like that. He he'd be the one, you know, getting the bumps and stuff like that. So like I don't know, like I just feel like this this go around with extreme rules. I don't feel as excited anymore because I feel like Styles is looking weaker and weaker every week. And I just don't, like, I know it's going to be a good match because it's going to be Extreme Rules and Extreme Rules match. And I know that, you know, Styles is going to go all out and Reigns will too and stuff. And it'll, and it'll be shenanigans and it'll be fun. But, like, I just don't think Styles, Styles is looking weaker and weaker to me every week. Yeah. they. I mean, he also I is, I, I've, I've been reading some reports that he is dealing with some nagging injuries. So I think uh, they are okay. protecting him a little bit. Um, they've taken him off house shows, so they're saving him for Extreme Rules now. Well, I'm assuming thing. he's probably not even going to wrestle on Raw this week just to save him. So that's that's a good move, and he wasn't really in this match a lot. And I just I, I just want to correct myself before. Um, so um, I they I, I kind of read a summarized report. I, I watched the Raw. I watched Raw, but it was it was kind of like an incorrect information. Gallows did get eliminated, but he got eliminated way later in the match. Um, so after after Anderson, uh, first of all. Anderson eliminated Uso, not Gallows. So I'm sorry, he, uh, Carl Anderson eliminated Jay Uso. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm reading that's the wrong. third roll up of death. Right. Of the show. Yeah. Know. Right. Right. So, um, so then Jimmy Jimmy Uso enters the ring, and this is okay. So this is a, a pretty good thing. So Jimmy hits a crossbody on Gallows to get a two. Uh, Jimmy with an enziguri kick followed by the running butt splash in the corner. <laughs> Gallows follows the feet so with a boot to the it. face. Jimmy hits an inside cradle on Anderson to eliminate him. Fred, uh. what is another word? Fred. Fred, what is another word for an inside cradle? Fred. Frederick. A roll-up. It's a roll-up! A fucking roll-up! A roll-up. A fucking roll-up! Carl Anderson eliminated by Jimmy Uso... By a roll-up. Consecutive moves in the same match. Jay, Jay eliminated by Carl Anderson with a roll-up. It's too many. With a roll-up. It's too many roll-ups. And Carl Anderson eliminated by Jimmy Uso with an inside cradle, otherwise known as a fucking roll-up. Don't tell me it's not a roll-up because he hooks his leg a little different. It's a fucking roll-up. Fred is in tears. I can't take it anymore. I am sick of this shit. I am sick of this bullshit booking. I'm going crazy! And I'm going to tell you something that I've believed in a long time. And this is something that pisses me off about WWE right now. (laughs) And I... Help it! And they protect everybody's reputation. Everybody! They protect 
everybody. Nobody can just lose clean unless you're like Zack Ryder, like a like a <laughs> low card status. Yeah, someone that actually or the Miz, like you deserves it. Yeah. Like, if there's anybody they want you to still believe in, they will not let you win convincingly. This Raw was the perfect embodiment of WWE programming. Yeah. They don't... They want to make everybody look like equals. That's the point of pro wrestling. We're watching two guys face each other, so one of them wins. I don't want to see protection with these roll-ups. Because you could go like, oh, you rolled them up, you know, he got lucky. Like, But four times in the same show, they are so... Fucking, they're so afraid of making one guy look so much more superior than the other guys. Why couldn't the Usos just get eliminated? You know, the Usos haven't done shit since they lost the tag team titles. Right. And, like, they've looked weak. You got Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows coming hot out of New Japan. People are really into seeing them. Yeah. And, like, okay, they eliminate one of the Usos, and then he gets fucking, he gets beaten the same fucking way that he eliminated a guy. Exactly. It's so... Dumb. It's so dumb. And I know, like, I know Anderson and Gallows just only have, like, really the one move right now, which is, like, I forgot the name of it. Like, yeah, whatever. It's Whatever the, the, you know, the fireman's carry, you know, the carry into the, into the, just the kick or whatever. But, like, they could, they could just beat him with another move. Like, they could have, like, sucker punched him and then, like, maybe just did, like, a power slam yeah. and pinned him. Yeah. Like, it didn't have to be a roll Double up, power you know bomb I mean? or something. Like, anything. Like, why not? I mean, like, you know, just because they don't have a name of a move or if, or they've never done it before on television doesn't mean, like, I read they, they, an can article. Still, they can still eliminate it. I read an article somebody on it. at the end of 2015, which somebody actually summarized all the TV matches and wins and losses, and it's amazing how almost everybody had a 500 record. Really? Everybody, including the guy who was champion for the first half of the year in Seth Rollins before he got injured. Wow. Seth Rollins, WWE champion, clearly yeah. covering like 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 carrying the show. The only everyone that doesn't have that, right? And yeah. Roman Reigns too, and, and yeah. John Cena. You know, like the mega faces. But mega, everybody yeah, else yeah. is just five hundred. Can we can we make like uh, somebody? Fucking just be good. Do do we have to protect everybody all the time with these like oh well he didn't really beat him you know like oh he beat him once and he beat him again. Stop with this bullshit. Right. I, I, enough. Enough. You know what? You know what? Because you know why? Because you have let's say mathematically right. You have zero and you have a thousand. And if everybody's batting five hundred, that means everybody is average. Right. Everybody's average. That's why there's no stars. There's no big stars. There's no jobbers. I mean, there are. And there, to an extent, there is. And blah, blah, blah. Oh, God, there's Becky Lynch on the television. <laughs> Fred always gets distracted by Becky Lynch. Oh, by the way, she got attacked in the back. She got attacked. Uh, she got attacked we'll, in the we'll back. Get we'll, we'll get back. We'll get back. We'll get back. We're not finished with this. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll save it to the end. I'll, I'll, I'll stop end. my rant on the fucking roll-up. No, no, you, the should, you should rant. And it's a big thing because it's like this 50-50 booking. It, it doesn't... It's, such it's not bull- beneficial to anybody. It doesn't benefit anybody. It doesn't. It doesn't benefit anybody. It just makes everyone look fucking, like, fucking, like, fucking duds. Everyone's yeah. a fucking dud. Everybody's just, yeah, yeah, they're okay. They're okay. All right, I'm not as, better, as good as you. You're not as good as me. That's like nowadays with kids' sports and not keeping score of it or something Right, like right, that. and like, everybody gets a participation like, everybody award. Everybody wins. Yay, everybody wins. No one's weaker than the other. It's Yay. it's so yeah, unbelievably okay. frustrating. Can we just, like, have its guy be dominant and let that be it? Can we let that be it? Can, can we do that? Anyway, yeah. back to this 
fucking elimination match. Um, so we, now we're stuck with uh, Jimmy Uso uh, and Roman Reigns versus AJ and Gallows. Um, basically, as soon as it comes back from commercial and, you know, um, Jimmy, uh, AJ hits the phenomenal forearm, eliminates Jimmy. So now it's two on one. It's Roman versus AJ and Gallows. Yeah, Obviously Gallows. Is coming. Al- Gallows, so this is the part I was talking about before. Um, Gallows gets eliminated by the Superman punch. I was reading a very quick summary before, yeah, and it, yeah. it cut out all the other eliminations. Okay. So Gallows is out now. He gets that Superman punch that I talked about. And now it's, this is the very end of this. Um, so... We, we got Roman Reigns versus Usos now. And it starts to get really int- intense. And this is when the match starts getting crazy. I remember when yeah, he hit that Pele yeah. kick. The fucking crowd went crazy. Yeah. And Reigns sold it really good. He really sold it like he got stunned. Almost like he got shot. Because he kind of like stood there. That's how like it stumbled. Yeah, yeah. It was a very good selling. I give him credit for that, even though I hate him. Yeah. He, he's a... Uh... He's not the best, but like like I said, like I said like last week, he's he's got this new edge to him a little bit. Um, I kind of I kind of dig it. Like he's a, it's it's more of like a bad. It's like more of a heel intensity, but I like it. Yeah, I mean it makes him feel it makes him look more badass. Yeah, it looks a little it's more powerful. Him, it's better than him just being stoic. Right. You know, whatever, man. I mean, it's something. I'll fucking take it. I'll yeah. fucking take it than being stoic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, okay, so whatever, whatever, um, whatever. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so then he hits the phenomenal forearm outside of the ring again. Very similar to their, uh, very similar to their, um, to their match at the, uh, at the, at payback. payback. Yeah, yeah, But he didn't go through a table this time. But then AJ, AJ said earlier in the show, you know, like, I'm not going to hesitate to, you know, use extreme, extreme measures because he attacked me with a chair last week. I should have bashed his skull in last week. Right, so, so, so this time he starts on he starts taking the thing off. Roman gets back to his feet, throws him over the announcer's table, and it looks yeah. like we're gonna get some kind of like crazy spot through an announcer's table. Yeah. Uh, but then the Gallo- Gallows comes back out, or Anderson, I forget which one. Well, they both didn't they? Both I think they both down? did, and they just they start beating the shit out of him. They gave him the signature move on, on the outside, and he flew over the crowd like he flew through, uh, flew over the barricade or something like that, or was that last the week before? Yeah, I'm confused with the two. Uh, the yeah, two matches. Uh, no, they they I, they attack him with a chair. It leads to a disqualification. Oh, okay. Reigns wins uh, about oh, twelve okay. minute matches. You know, it could been, right. I wish it was a little bit longer. Um, so you know, Usos and uh, Anderson and Gallows kind of they you know Usos come back out and they start brawling outside. And now we, we get back into the ring and the chair the chair from the previous I, it's not the chair from the previous week but they have a chair in the ring again. Chair. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Roman. Uh, Roman Reigns, it's in the ring, and AJ Styles was, I guess, planning to hit him with it. Oh, right, right. And Roman This is like, a very good segment. Yeah, kind of. I thought this was going to be... That's why I thought this was the end of the show. This should have been the main event, by the way. Yeah. Like, um, so he was like, come on, you want to fucking hit me? Let's do it, dude. Yo, come on, man. I ain't fucking scared of you. Let's so go. they go into the ring. Uh, me, Styles, Styles tries to hit the Styles Clash on it. Um, Reigns um, backs out of it. He flips him over the top rope. Um... AJ's on the outside of the apron, He's about and to try to the chair the is right there, and, uh, like, you know, Reigns is like, yeah. hey, you want it? He kicks it to him, Yeah, and they're, like, they're, you know, they're separated by the ropes now in, like, a couple feet, so it's, like, they're not, like, in each other's face, so this was, like, really good. It was, like, a lot of non-verbal stuff going on right yes. here, so he's, like, challenging him to take the chair. He's like, you want to hit me with a chair? Like, Go for it, man. Fucking Go do it. it. I like that. That like I really yeah. like that segment. He, uh, he looks very badass. And AJ segment. is, like, teasing, doing, like, am I going to do the phenomenal elbow, because he's on the outside, like that's where he is it. Yeah. And then he kicks the chair back at him, and he goes yeah. like, "I don't fucking need it. I don't need this. Um, shit. I don't need it." So I think then I I forget at the what point at what point and the 
the crowd is going fucking ballistic for this. And it, it was just going absolutely insane. Yeah, and they were really AJ into it. Styles, Roman, Reigns. It was great. Yeah. I think this... So, yeah, so more... Styles goes for the springboard uh, thing. You know, Reigns gets out of the way and picks up yeah. the chair. And, you know, Styles sees it, rolls out of the ring. And that's the end of the show. Uh, yeah, at least the end yeah. of the, That's how it should have ended. But well, that was the end of the segment. That's how it, and it yeah, was like a very it good stare down to end it. Like, that would have been a great way to win end Raw. But for whatever reason, they decided to go with the Jericho jacket segment. Yeah, I know. I, maybe maybe that's the new thing is that they're going to let, you know, like, lesser feuds, like, end the show in this new era. I don't know. Who knows? Like, but I love the fact that with this feud between Styles and Roman with that segment is, like, Finally, everyone just shuts the fuck up. The commentators shut the fuck yes. up. The crowd is into it. The crowd is the only one on. The the crowd is the only one cheering and booing or whatever. Yeah, and AJ shuts the fuck up. Roman shuts the fuck up. All there is is, is them staring each the, other down the crowd. with a fucking chair. And all you hear is the and crowd. That's it. And, and that's all you need, people. You don't need to explain everything. I, you, know, you don't have to shove it down our fucking throats. I'm a big... We this, can this read into side things, note. people. I'm a big, big wrestling... A uh, big baseball fan. And I, 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 I really love... I love watching a baseball game. Like, the first couple innings, the commentators are always very, like, active. They're very, like, they get all their things out of the way. Yeah. And, you know... But, like, you get towards, like, the sixth or seventh inning, especially if it's, like, a non-rivalry game and just, like, a very, like, low-key game. Maybe it's, like, a three-to-two game or whatever. And what do they do? They just stop talking. And you just hear the ambient noise of the crowd. Yeah. And it's, like, and all you hear is, like, the ball hitting, like, hitting the ball hitting the catcher's glove and, like, the crack of the bat and the crowd reacting to, like, a big catch or a big hit or, you know, a strikeout or something. There's something about that later stage of the game where they're just not commentating anymore that I absolutely love, and I wish wrestling would do that more often. Yeah, really, act, really. Let the, like, let the visual action do the speaking. I don't need Michael Cole to sell me his Mountain Dew bullshit. I know. It's so much better just listening to the crowd go yeah. crazy. That would be like, you know, during this segment, if Michael Cole, well, I'm not even going to say Byron because he doesn't talk during the show anyway, he, he gets paid to do nothing. I, I I understand. I don't understand. He gets paid to do talk, to do nothing. Anyway, Cole and and JBL would be like, "Oh my God, is AJ gonna grab the chair or is Roman gonna grab the chair And who's a, gonna do what? Everyone thing. just shuts the there's fuck up. There's three announcers too, and there's usually just it's overkill with three guys out there. Well, Byron doesn't talk, dude. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He says like comments here and there. You actually sometimes on Raw. JBL's just like, Byron, why don't you give us your opinion on it? Like, he actually, like, openly will be like, Byron, fucking talk. Like, say something. I, I don't know what Byron's background in, in wrestling is, but he's got to have an opinion. He's there every fucking week. He's got to know the guys at this point and have some kind of... But I feel like they kind of, like, seclude him. Like, I feel like Cole, Cole and JBL are, like, friends in real life. So I feel like they just kind of like let him do, but it, but who gives a fuck? Anyway, yeah. The, the, um, the point of this all is just like sometimes less is more. So I, that's it. I, that's I, that's all we. Get. It's an important lesson. So let's just really like wrap. Uh, yeah, let's some wrap, things up. Let's wrap some things up. So this is usually there's not much to talk about this week because Raw was again it was nah. like 
you know, usually when we do our podcast, we either have like a Raw and a pay per view to, to go on, but you know, we still have another week of Raw before we have. We have the cl- yeah, we have the go home show. We have for the go Raw home show up, next week, and then we got the payback. Um, payback predictions, extreme rules predictions, right? So or payback version two point as I call it. So just a couple side notes, other things that happen on Raw. You know, we have we have some time here to talk about it. Um, so. Again, in our love for Becky Lynch, we're <sighs> she 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 gets the benefit of a backstage segment. Oh yeah, and by the way, Sasha was on a segment of Raw. She was, uh, yeah, she, was. she she was with the New Day and their up up down down fucking video game care. segment. I don't count that. But it was like it was just it was a commercial for Domino's. I don't count it. It was a commercial. I don't give a shit. It was so goddamn stupid. It just oh, it was so stupid. I, I just really don't want to even talk about that shit because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, well, it's not then. Let's talk about our. Girl. But I want to talk about our lo- uh, about our girl. Becky. So Becky, Becky, and it looks like Becky and Emma are having a feud, which is okay. I mean, we, we're gonna have another. I guess we'll have two women's feuds at the same time. Uh, I doubt we'll get two women's matches at the pay per view. Probably not. But probably uh, not. But at, at least it's like another feud to go on, so that at least you get. You get the other workers who aren't involved in the women's championship match yeah. on TV. Or maybe you get like a number one contender at from that feud. I don't right, know. Right. But uh, um, so yeah. she's getting uh, Becky's getting interviewed backstage by Sasha, and like the eye and, poke from last week. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like t- talking about it, a, re- oh, a WrestleMania injury with her eye. I don't fucking remember. No. That. Well, yeah. So yeah. Well, she did have a black eye for a while, and then like the week before when she fought Emma. Emma poked her in the eye, and then yeah, no, I know that. The but they said the 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 eye poke originated from the match at WrestleMania, mm. which I don't remember at all. I just don't remember it. Oh, okay, it's just forgettable. Like like uh, I remember everything. We're, we're gonna that, talk. Like, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about like a fucking eye injury from fucking March or April. Come on, it's I, May now. You know, we're WWE Becky, fans. Becky, I remember everything about you, so don't worry about it. Ignore Craig. Ignore Craig. I remember that part. Um, I felt I was so I was so sad. So Emma comes out and she's like saying like oh yeah, yeah excuses excuses the better woman won and then yep. we get attacked by the raw debut of Dana, Dana Brooks. Brooke 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 right yeah, Dana Brooke. Brooke Brooke not Brooks sorry um, that's fine I I I mean they they were together you know and in, in NXT uh, Emma yeah. and Dana Brooke were together in NXT so that's fine I mean. You know, it's whatever. As long as she's not wrestling every fucking week, I'm fine with it. And Emma looked kind of weird doing the whole like entrance with the gun thing and the glasses without without, without Dana there. Without Dana pointing at her because Dana the whole was time. doing like the thing with her. Yeah. And Dana, I, I mean, I don't know about her wrestling skills because I didn't really watch her too much in NXT. But I'm she's, I knew she wasn't that great in her debut. Great. No, but she's not. she brings really good heel heat. So. People don't like her, so she, she's got that going for her. And she taps the head of the person, like she's such a snob, and like she she does bring uh, she does bring some value to the to the program in the women's division. She is a total bitch on the show, so I'm okay with Dana Brooke and uh, being in Emma's corner at least, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, as long as we keep it that way. But Becky, now this is only you and me here. <laughs> Craig's gone. Well, Craig's here still, but I'm not here. I love you. And um, I, I, my heart went out to when Emma, my second favorite, even though that was kind of hot, hurt you, and Dana Brooks hurt you, and I was really upset about that. But you'll bounce back because you're the Irish, ass kick, last kicker. That's so stupid. I didn't mean to say. I ass can't let this go. I, I didn't mean. Shut to, the fuck up. This I, is over. I didn't mean to say ass kicker. This is fucking over. Um, so I, yeah, okay, Fuck so... Fuck you, dude! We, we get the fucking, we get the, we get the, 
the debut of Dana Brooke. Eh, whatever. Sure. Okay. I guess it gives Emma a bodyguard. Gives, it gives her something. It's their now. team. It's their team. They have a good team together, dude. I mean, yeah, whatever. They weren't really great, but okay. I, I like, I like something Emma. Something with them. It looks weird with Emma just doing the fucking thing by herself, like her, her little entrance thing by herself. Like, yeah, it, I don't know. You know, it was with her and Dana Brooke that made it, like, possible. I just don't. I just didn't care. I just I, I just don't care about Dana Brooke. I never liked her in uh, NXT. I never liked her work. So I just, I don't like that she's involved with Emma because I like Emma a lot. And I feel like it's, like, a distraction for Emma. I want I want Emma to get over, like, as a heel, but, like, I just fucking, I just don't like Dana. And the thing is, she cakes mm. her fucking makeup on so much that she looks like fucking, like, a Barbie doll. She looks ridiculous. Yeah, but that, what does that have to do with wrestling? Like, what does that fucking have to do with it? You know yeah, what i Because saying? she, you know... Her, is her character good? I think no, so. No, I think it is. I think she's a terrible actress. I think she's terrible at it. I think she's a bitch. I don't think she's a good wrestler either. I, just, I don't think just, she is either. So then, what are we? So what are we arguing about? Because you don't like the fact that she's on Raw with Emma. Because uh, she just doesn't deserve to be up there. Like, where's Bailey? Where's Bailey? They they need females down there, or else Nia Jax is just gonna fucking let Dana Brooke wrestle down there. She's not ready for ra- Raw. Oh God! This All is right. like this is like fucking. I'm fucking argue about this shit. No, it's like one, fuck, it's like fucking bitch. Apollo Cruz. Like, why did they call him up? They called him up when he doesn't belong there. And by the way, where was he on Raw? He's already off Raw, so thank God. He wasn't on Raw this week, so good. It was the fuck like, the smiling campaign that caused that to the fuck, this, the fuck the smiling campaign took him down. He's out. <laughs> so maybe. I don't know. It's just I, I just don't care about Dana Brooke. Like, I, she, was, she never seemed like a standout at any point. And she was always like her lackey. I kind of thought like maybe Emma getting called up would have been given... Like Dana, some time to shine on her own in NXT, and uh, they're just like, nah, this worked in NXT. Let's call her up again. And then you know, then she wrestled on SmackDown. So it's like you just uh, said it worked in NXT. Again, it worked in NXT, but like, so why it, can't it work now? Because it's because it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. She's <laughs> not. I don't know. Whatever. We got like two argument. We're fucking arguing way too much about this. It's it's just who gives a shit about Dana Brooke. That's the thing. It's, I really don't care. I just don't think. Who it gives was a shit about her? That I didn't think you were that passionate about it. Honestly, honestly, I just I don't like Dana Brooke. I don't like her, and I, I'm not going. I don't like her because she's not a fucking face. I don't like her because she's fucking shit. She's fucking horrible. She's not my favorite almost, person in the world. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's not my I favorite person. Can't believe you're defending her. She's not my favorite person. Can't believe you're defending her. Uh, she's not my favorite person, but I felt like there was a void with Emma by herself. That's what I felt like. Ugh. I'm sorry. I felt I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna fucking agree with you just because you felt that way and I felt differently. I no. I, you don't have to agree with me. I just think that's how I, I felt. I just think your opinion is shit. I'm sorry. All right. I think <laughs> yours is shit. So fuck it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, a couple other things happened on Raw. We had a non-title <laughs> tag team match between the New Day and the Dudleys. This is a very, very, like, forgettable match because it was just kind of, like, out of nowhere and, you know. Uh, yeah, whatever. But, which is fine. That's, that, that, they could do I that. I like the Dudleys. I mean, you I mean, you know, you have to also remember, Fred, I was also very cynical with this whole show with the three roll-ups. So I'm going to hate a lot of things that's going on in this. But this was actually one thing I liked about this match. But again, it was a little bit of shenanigans again. The Vaud villains got distracted. Uh, they came out to the ring, beat up Xavier Woods, who wasn't involved in the match. He was just managing them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, kind of got, you know, New Day distracted. And 
fucking Devon hits Kofi with this clothesline, and Kofi did this crazy mm-hmm. Rikishi bump where he flipped out of his shoes. Yeah, and that yeah. was the end of the match. One, two, three. It wasn't a roll-up. Yeah, Rejoice! Hallelujah! Fuck yeah. Woo! We high-fived over that. That's how <laughs> impressed I was. He fucking hit a clothesline. That's sad. A that we, clothesline. That's sad that we, clo- that we are uh, happy, so happy about that. A clothesline and a pin to win a match. <laughs> So, I mean, this is just more standard build for their Extreme Rules tag team match. Yeah, um, yeah it's just more. It is what it is now. Just... I, I'm hoping we're getting more gimmick matches at this point because the card is, like, it's it's a ridiculous Pretty concept. Much. It's a show called Extreme Rules. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe they're only, maybe they're reducing it now to just Extreme Rules matches. I don't know because I don't think they've announced any stipulations for any other matches, right? Mm, no. No, I think it's just the AJ and Roman... Is the Extreme Rules match basically an ODQ match? Yeah, whatever. no, no disqualification. Uh, no, it's just that, yeah, wait, the women's, Rick won't be there. Um, yeah, no, I think there's no there's no other things, unless they're they're just not going to tell us. I don't know, honestly. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Eh, yeah, all right. I mean, it's no big deal. And I'm kind of glad that way. I mean, maybe maybe one other match. Maybe they, I feel like, uh, it, I don't know, what other match you can really make Extreme Rules. It, I mean, it's kind of Maybe Jericho say. and Ambrose or no, something like that. They'll make that a goofy, hardcore match if they do anything. I just think, well, I'm just thinking, like, in terms of, like, the four-way Intercontinental title match is, like, it's just way too much in the ring. Like, there's four people. There's fucking weapons everywhere. Like, it, it might be too much, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. too much craziness going on. I would say make it a ladder like match, but, like, they'll save, yeah, they'll save that for the TLC pay-per-view at the end of the year, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, I, if that's the way it is, they ha- you know, then it is what it is. It's it's basically payback 2.0. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I said to myself. Yeah, we're starting to get ago. to the, like... We're starting to get to the kind of boring part of the wrestling season. Too. <laughs> yeah, like right at the WrestleMania. Mania is over. You know, it used to be. Yeah. You know, Backlash would be good because it would always be a WrestleMania rematches, yeah. and then you would get to the next pay per view. I don't even remember what it used to be, but it was just it's like, like uh, it's just like it's just bad. It's just like yeah. it starts to get like kind of boring now. <laughs> Night of Champions. Ugh, vengeance. Vengeance. Night of Champions is horrible. Oh my god, hor- I hate that one. Oh my god, that was back in the day when they had like seven championships. Ugh. Like, oh, let's have a tag team championship and then a world tag team championship. Ugh. It's fucking stupid. Every title's on the line. Uh, As if that like that changes from every other paper. Yeah, pretty everyone. much every title is on the line. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the only other thing that I uh, that I have on our agenda yeah. is to discuss the promo for the repackaging of Fred's main man and his call, <laughs> one of his original calls in the WrestleMania Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> Darren Young and my other, what a fucking great idea this is to yeah. bring back fucking former WWE champion. Bob, Bob Mr. Bob Backlund, as he I likes to be called. I love this. I love this. This cannot go wrong. Oh, oh it could go wrong. I mean, it will I go mean, wrong. I mean, as far as, like, Bob Backlund going crazy. But this will be great. This will be great because Bob it'll Backlund be bad in a great is way. phenomenal. It'll be bad in a great way. Yeah, it'll be It'll be a train wreck. You know that, like, it, okay, funny story, and when he when Bob Backlund was quit, in TNA for a short period of time, oh my God, he, he'd just that. be walking around in Orlando Studios for whatever reason, just doing whatever he fucking wants, and uh, people would ask him for an autograph, and he would only do it if he can, if any, everybody, 
if that person can announce to him all the presidents in a row, <laughs> like from George Washington up to George W. Bush or Obama, whoever it was at that point. Right, right. And that was the only way that they would, he would take a picture or get an autograph with them. That's fucking great. That is so awesome. This guy, I love it. he's, he's a legitimate. Nut. A, a, a he's great. A nut. And I love, I love the, the tagline, make Darren Young great, great again. again. But yes. I do have to argue, when was Darren Young ever great? <laughs> Because you said again. You said again. I so know. that implies that he was great. Darren Young was never great. Let, it should just be, let's like Darren Young great. <laughs> Period. Let, let's, for the first time. For the first time ever. <laughs> I mean, he was, in the, he was in the Nexus, and he was like a forgettable, he was the forgettable. He was John, the black John Cena. He, he was the black John Cena <laughs> with the afro. <laughs> And then, like, hey, that's John Cena with a really crazy tan. Uh, I, oh, no, wait, that's not him. <laughs> then he was in the primetime players, which were somehow became tag team champions. But again, he was always the little bitch of the, of the group because they, because we know Vince McMahon has a fucking hard on for Titus O'Neil. And except for now, because he, he, you, you don't touch Mr. McMahon. You do not touch Mr. McMahon. Do not touch him. Not. Um, so. Unless it's a girl. I, 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 I. I you know I kind of when he did the when they showed him very briefly in this segment uh, the to promote this make Darren Young great again <laughs> segment like I he looked different like he, he shaved his head and he kind of had like yeah. kind of I think he had facial hair this time he looked he just looked different so I was like I was like okay that's less actually like John Cena he looked less like goofy and you know yeah, like I was yeah. like okay this is actually like a guy I can get behind and he's like oh yeah but the only thing I didn't like is I I'm ninety nine percent sure that they filmed their segments separately because they did <laughs> they didn't show them on screen together they would like no. show one screen pushing off the other and then like they'd show the other one talking. It was just very overproduced and, or maybe underproduced. I use the right term. It was just very <laughs> poorly done. But I think that's the beauty of it is that it's so bad. It's good that it's actually kind of good. I think probably like the fact is that they're just like in the WWE studios. Darren Young is like, where the fuck is Bob? Like Bob should have been here like two hours ago. And they're like in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Like Bob Backlund like went to like Minnesota by accident. Like ah, I'm here by accident, you know. Let's just shut the fuck. Like and like so he's in like a different state. Like I can just see Bob Backlund is crazy, but and, and like I think friends at Maria Menudo's for some reason. I don't know. Really, this is the oddest. Thing. Yeah, he she inducted him into the Hall of Fame. What the fuck? Two, like two years ago. It was Why? I don't know. I don't know where. What this, the fuck? This is, Bob Backlund is the mo- is like an enigma of of fucking. <laughs> wrestling it's the crazy he came back in 94 feud with brett had oh the God. great feud with him like it was so Remember when he came back and feud with kurt angle yeah oh no he was the kurt angles was the kurt angles no manager. he was kurt angles manager yes and he set up the match the the two out of three falls match one for the ic title and one for the whatever other title he had Against Benoit Jericho at WrestleMania right. 2000. This is a great fucking segue. By the way, Kurt Angle yes. has released... Has, uh, Kurt Angle! He's finally out of TNA. He's finally out of the abyss of TNA. You know, Thank he, you. He did his... He, you know, he paid his dues he there. He did his prison stint. Yeah, you know, he, he did it. Uh, you know, he's he was a phenomenal wrestler. One of the best of all time. But and Samoa Joe. I mean, it was, we, that was like the only TNA pay-per-view we bought. We did buy the t- TNA pay-per-view to watch Samoa Joe versus Kurt Angle for, for the, the first, first time. time. Yeah, we and were it was hyped. great. Yeah, we were great. really. That we was when talking. TNA was actually very good, <sighs> and 
And, you know, then, you know, you know, just TNA's booking is just absolute garbage. So, you know, get Kurt Angle out of there. You know, it, it's time to get Kurt Angle back on WWE television someday. Make Kurt uh, Angle make, great again. Make Kurt Angle great again. There you go. Um, he still is. He, I mean, he still is. He is great, but, I mean, he's just, like, non-existent on WWE television. You know, they don't show him in, like, any of the highlights from the old nah. days anymore. Like he, I know they like erased them from history. And yeah, they kind of they kind of hoganed him. Yeah, it kind of sucks considering like the fact. I mean, I know he had like. So hear some, me out, Fred. Yeah, hear okay. me out. Okay, all right. Kurt Angle is he's done with TNA. He's done with his TNA obligations. Yes. He's a free agent now. He wants to rest up and heal, mm-hmm. and he does say he does want to wrestle again. He hasn't retired. Right. Okay. Right. It's not like we're Christian who, you know, recently was actually just released of his contract. It's like, you know, he was a kind he of in limbo. Injuries, like, like, he needed it, to retire. But he said he was basically retired. Okay. He just never actually retired. And now it's right. official. Kurt Angle is saying he wants to come back and he wants to wrestle. Now, he's not saying WWE is going to hire him. You know, obviously, everybody wants him back in, Kurt, he in should WWE. End his, yeah, he should end his career in WWE. Absolutely should end his career started in it, WWE. Yeah, started it there, ended it there. Do not end your career. Even Sting, who wasn't even in, started his career in WWE, ended his career in WWE. That's how much he And he, he only cared. had two <laughs> matches, and yeah, still. <laughs> and he ended it there because he wanted to. Like, so anyway, he that, needs to... The point is, he needs to come back. So I'm thinking this year's upcoming WrestleMania. I know we're, we're booking early, but Kurt Angle still needs—you know—still needs some healing time. Yeah, he still wrestles a few shows here and there, from what I've heard. He does some like special like shows like across you know the globe, you okay. know, but like very sporadic. You know, he's trying to heal up, trying to get healthy. That's good. But hear me out. Hall of Fame. Definitely. Kurt Angle, the induction, one the big induction for next year. Definitely. Definitely. But he doesn't want. To just be an inducted, he wants to come back, and he right. wants to be a part of the WWE program again. Right, much like Ric Flair is back, and he's like on WWE programming as right. what Fred? What is Ric Flair doing? He's right a now? manager. He's a manager. Right, and we we've, we've all heard his like little story, like stories of his like a little bit of his past that yeah you know. But they gave a chance, you know what I mean, and he's doing he's doing good. He's trying to get As clean. A you know, he's had he's had his uh he's had he's had some problems in the past. He's had a couple much like you know, Kurt Angle, a couple just like Kurt Angle. You yeah, know, they've all bounced had, back as well. He bounced back, had some legal so troubles, awesome. and he got everything got everything under control that's again. Great, and that's what Kurt Angle's trying to do right yes, now. Exactly. So give him the Ric Flair treatment and make him the manager of American Alpha and call them up to Perfect. the fucking main roster. The day after next WrestleMania. That's perfect. Let perfect. them be in. Let them be in NXT and carry the show for the next year. It's perfect. That's but it. Call them up. That's it. And have the, him be the manager. Make them the new team angle. Maybe even right. sign Shelton Benjamin. He's still out there, still wrestling. He's still very still fucking there. great. Charlie House is somewhere. I don't know where the fuck he is. Charlie he's... House is probably retired by now. I know he had a lot of nagging injuries. Oh, but okay. I, he, he might not be. I could be wrong. But you like get. It's... It writes itself. Writes itself. American Alpha, two two uh, uh, two NCAA champion. Uh, I don't know if they're champions, but they were pro- uh, amateur. Wrestlers. No, they weren't champions, but they like that kind of like motivated them to become college, better. Re- right. college amateur wrestlers. 
stuff like that. Much like very Kurt Angle similar was. upbringing to Kurt Angle, and yeah. Kurt Angle could be their mentor and be their manager. Yeah, and, and you could get Kurt Angle on television again because even though Kurt Angle, you, like you know, it took him a while to get his character in, into gear. Yeah, but once he got like that funny, goofy, like like <laughs> character <laughs> down, he became an instant like like instant star in the company, and then he yeah. became like the crazy you know wrestling machine Kurt wrestling Angle, machine. and you know yeah. there's, there's so many different Kurt Angle that they could use here and i think it would yeah. be a perfect way to bring him back and have him back and then maybe have a match just one maybe just, one just one to call quits you yep. know what i mean like one like a sting, like a sting, like a sting can, deal yeah, yeah sting can do it undertaker can do it maybe a match Why or can't two Kurt Angle do right it? have him wrestle somebody like seth rollins you know or something like that yeah. or See, if you like want to protect them triple h triple h right just i mean it's not the the, the ideal match but like He'll keep them safe. That would actually make sense because they've had a feud in the past. Yeah. They feuded a lot and that would actually be kind of intriguing. It'd be like a restart of the feuds from like the early 2000s. Yeah. So. I think it right itself right there. Boom. Yeah. I mean. That's it. I mean, can't think of a better, like, can't think of a better scenario. Yeah. They're the world's greatest tag team version too. Exactly. But I think they're even better and I love the world's greatest tag team. I think they're better too. I think they're better. They're so they have way good. they have way more charisma, especially Gable. Have, Gable yeah. is Gable might yeah. be the new angle, and I love how yeah. the fans chant Gable, Gable. There you go. I mean, it it's the already written for, for you. It's already written for you. Just do it. We just, just fucking do it. Get Kurt Angle, please induct him into the WWE Hall of Fame. He at least deserves that. He definitely deserves that. If and you're not gonna see, do anything else with him, see if you can get a relationship going with him again and. Just see where it goes. Just, I think you just would. hear us out. Hear hey, us out, Vince. If you can get if you can get Bruno San Martino, yeah, who fucking hates Vince McMahon. If ultimate get, warrior. Ultimate warrior. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. If you can get those three people to have amends with WWE and be inducted into the Hall of Fame and appear as after that as and, well, yeah, in wrestling type formats or whatever yeah. angles, no pun intended. There, <laughs> there's no. Way, there's no way that you cannot get Kurt Angle. There's, there's absolutely, you, there's, of course you can get Kurt Angle. And he's, he, he did way, like, there was way less heat between the two, the two, between the two. And Triple absolutely. H can make that happen if he wants to. Please, 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 please. Please do this. Please do this. So, please? I, I, I don't know if you have anything else you want to wrap up this week. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of out of things. I, this Raw... I, again, I wasn't a very big fan of this Raw. Um, the, the fucking four roll-ups really killed me. Um, you know, just like the weird booking. I, it's, the roll-ups are stupid. I And, you know, like, I, again, the Dana Brooke thing. I'm just, I, I don't like Dana Brooke. And I, I I get it. I get it. She was part... It was a like tag team, but she never did anything in NXT. She was just a manager. She was a manager. And now she's going to come up and get called up, and they're going to push her. I know she already wrestled on SmackDown. Okay. She, um, she wrestled Becky on SmackDown. Like, I know. She's not a great wrestler. I'm not debating that part. It's, it's, I, it's, fuck, fuck it. I'm, I'm not going to go into this again. <laughs> and uh, anyway, um, what the fuck was I just going to say? Yeah. Um, do you have any? Do you, you have know any, what it is? Anything you know what it else is with me is like I, I focus more on the overall picture of Raw, and I think you get very pissed off at the very specific point of a roll-up and i and that's fine with me and you know like 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 i see the whole pro sometimes i see like the whole thing and i'm like okay that was all good except for that shitty finish and so like maybe i don't 
think of it yeah. like that. I, I, I we, can we, get that. We I get that. We think differently. You see the big. Pi- you're seeing the big picture. I'm seeing the immediate results. You're, and see, you're seeing it like more micro. Right. A micro It was not, it was not it, yeah. bad at all. I'm not saying that part. You know what I'm saying? It just we think differently sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but the roll, but the except for roll ups are stupid. There's a lot of ways to book things and stuff like that. So. You're, I just you, want are some right. decisive, you are right. You are right. You are right. I want some decisive victories. That's, 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 that's fine. I, I, you know like what I mean? A, I, I could see that. There's nothing wrong with having a decisive victory. You shouldn't have four. You shouldn't have four roll-ups in one show. Definitely not. No, four in a show, two in one match in consecutive yeah. eliminations. Yeah, well, definitely not. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's it. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's a little crazy on the list. <laughs> Got a little heated here, but. It's all good, man. That's how that's that's what makes the show great. Is that uh, we're not always. I don't want to. I don't always want to agree agree with everything that you think about. You know, and vice versa. Well, that's so, why we have two opi- We have two opinions on this show, so that we can kind of contrast. Because sometimes bounce back and forth. Um, that I, I, you know, I like. I don't. You know, you say. You just said something. You know, which is I. I think true in this instance. You're seeing the bigger picture, and I'm kind of micro. I'm I'm putting it under the microscope and of the immediate results. But there is a period of time where you like hated everything that was happening on Sm- on Raw, <laughs> and I was like, eh, "It's not that bad." So we kind of go, we, yeah. we tend to flip the switch here and there, where one of us is liking yeah. it and the other one's hating it, and then it goes the other way. So uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think it's just our t- yeah, taste and what we want, and that's it. You know? Yeah. So fuck it. Um, I, I I don't really have much more to say. I'm I'm hoping that the builds for extreme rules are coming are going to take a bigger turn this monday yeah. coming up because it's it's just a little weak right now it's just like it's it's a little weak yeah like i said well, well aj is looking weak right now i think in my opinion yeah so aj's got to look strong on fuck on monday going into extreme rules um, uh, do you have any early predictions? We, we got to end the show with something something a little bold. Do so you, you have any uh, early predictions, even though we haven't seen the last Raw before the pay-per-view? Do you have a uh, world championship match pr- um, prediction here? Uh, like I said, this is... I'm sorry, but this is Payback 2.0. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, and... Uh, so, I think Roman's going over. I mean, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with the Bullet Club. I don't really want them to... Uh, I don't want them to go against AJ. Um, you know, like, I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't know what, I don't know what to think about this because we had a lot of different theories going into payback and none of that shit happened. None except for like, happened. except of, except the club and the Usos coming out and trying to interfere in the match and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't even want to like, I just want to let this play out and see what the fuck happened and then react to it afterwards. Okay. But I do see Roman retaining though. Yeah, yeah, Roman Roman retaining is definitely the easy call to make. Maybe, well, I don't know if Rollins will come back. Uh, Rollins is supposed to come back, actually, in some point I early. I did hear that Seth June, Rollins June. Is, is, his, his return is imminent. So maybe, at yeah. Extreme Rules, yeah. we get the return of Seth Rollins. I hope so. That would be cool. Because I think that uh, they said, like, early June. So, I mean, that's pretty much the end of May. So you think about, you know. And that's that's gonna happen. Let me throw another scenario at you. Oh wait, I wanted to tell you that other thing. One last scenario I can okay. throw at you with this feud. Seth Rollins comes back, and he is in charge of the club, and oh. Gallows and Anderson turn on AJ Styles, and there's your first feud for ah. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins versus AJ I like Styles. I like that. I like that. I like that. 
And I uh, could totally see that happening. I like that a lot. All right, so you had one last thing. I wanted the last one thing because we had got distracted with like the other things on Raw and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So you know Stephanie's like, uh, you know, she's playing nice right now with Shane and stuff like that, and she's gonna keep playing sh- sh- nice with Shane. But guess what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen, Freddie? Have you noticed a certain multi-time ch- champion? With long, well, now he has a shaved head, but he had long blonde hair for many years. Who's been off TV for quite some time, and his name hasn't been mentioned. Oh, that's right, his name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin, Austin is here. Three sixteen. Or that, or Triple H. <laughs> oh, Triple H comes back. Okay. And beast the shit out of Shane McMahon. Oh, that would be great. They set up a Triple H Shane McMahon program. See, now that would have been a good segment to start this fucking Shane McMahon storyline. Fred, I think you summed it up in a fucking perfect little picture frame there for me. You did it perfectly. Thank I, you. It was great. Thank you. I felt like a genius when I came up with that. <laughs> it makes so much sense. It's totally going to happen. Triple H has been completely absent from WWE television. He's in, going in, in to every come way. Back. In, in every, every way. way. In every possible way. Yep. And I think he's going to... I would love it. He just comes the back out. Crowd goes fucking crazy. Beats the shit out of him. I don't think it happens at Extreme Rules. No. No, it won't happen then. But it'll happen maybe the Raw after Extreme Rules. It's definitely going to happen after Extreme Rules. I just don't know when. Yeah. Yeah, I might be the I maybe the raw after raw. That after. would be awesome. Um, and, that, and then they they're like, "Fuck it, Shane, we we're taking over again. Fuck it." She you know, now see Shane McMahon versus Triple H. Now that match can work. That would work. Triple H over will the Undertaker. carry the yes. fucking match. Undertaker is fucking old and decrepit. Yes, and he's the phenom. He can fucking Shane McMahon. That's not gonna work anyway. Yeah. Wow, we went fucking long tonight, people. We did. We went a little long. This is about our, our average, one hour 40, one hour 30. Oh, wow. If you um, guys are still listening, thank you. Oh you know, uh, You know, we... Um, and, and to sum up WWE, we're going to now, rather than finish the show talking about wrestling, hmm. we're going to cut to a backstage segment about me and Fred <laughs> talking about something, because that's what WWE does now. They end a pay-per-view with a backstage segment, and they end <laughs> Raw with a backstage segment. Yes. So, Fred, let's backstage... Uh, so how do you, uh, you think the podcast went today? Um, yeah, I think things. Uh, I think it was fair. It was, it was okay. fair. It was, it was fair. fair. We had yeah. our moments. I got a little, I got a little pissed off at you, man. I got a little. I don't really. I got like a little it. pissed at you for YouTube. But I, well, you know, but we're gonna go do fuck it. yourself, man. I don't but, give a shit about but you anymore. Push stock will be fine. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah. right, it's still recording. Oh shit! Oh fuck! Fuck! Tonight's the night. Alright guys, thanks again for tuning in to the Wretched Wrestling Podcast episode six. Episode one, two, three, four, five, six. I plead the sixth, even though it was fifth on the Chappelle show. Let's end it differently. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Thanks, everyone, for watching. That's the end of our show. <laughs> oh, my God. We have to stop ending shows so shittily. Yes. Richard. We'll see you guys next week as we prepare next week with our last our recap of the last raw before extreme rules yes. and of course extreme rules and let's not bring up the brook ever again <laughs> so then bye
stop. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I'm sitting. I'm sitting here in utter disbelief of the way he's trying to end the show. I love you, Becky. Shut the fuck up.